I know what happens. Yeah. You, me. Yeah. You turn up my head. And everyone else will leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly die. Just message around the, the red loop. This music go with my funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Music go with my funeral. Yeah. Sit. Sit. I was raised inside this pretty city. <laughs> All right, fucking take two in this bitch. <laughs> All right, this is Donnie Ray, <laughs> and we got a special guest here today for Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Yo, it is Chris Stetzel once again, back at it. Back at that bitch. So this is fucking episode eight. I think, yeah, episode eight. I concur. So we back at it, man. This is the what? You said third week in a row? Yes, sir. Consistency is key. So that's what we're trying to do, man. Stay consistent. Staying on point. So today is kind of a somber day. We're going to talk about some other stuff first, but and we're going to break down music. But we just got to recognize, man, yesterday we lost, we lost a good one, to say the least. Mac Miller passed away yesterday, a parent. Drug overdose, that's all we know right now. Age of 26. Crazy shit, man. And I know this really, really hit Chris. That was one of his favorite artists, if not the favorite, I don't know. Yeah, that's him. He's, he was the original, for sure. Uh, J. Cole kind of hopped up there in the last few years, but Mac Miller was always right there with him and was the, the first uh, real hip hop, the first hip hop artist that I really got into and uh, connected to his music and brought me into uh, kind of the hip hop side of, of music in general and uh, just put me down a path of loving the music and watched him grow as an artist uh, from the beginning. Because um, sure. man, he his uh, his development was was really something, and we definitely are missing out on a lot of more. A lot more great music, but um, we got a lot to ride with um, in the short years that he was here. Right, and like I was uh, texting you yesterday, I'm sure we're going to hear, I don't want to tax it, but we probably going to, I know we're going to hear at least like two more projects on release shit. Yeah. Because I know he's got hella music just in the fucking pantry that he didn't release. So I know we're going to hear something. I want to hear that fucking pink slime. Yeah, with Pharrell. That's really what I want to hear. So, man, it's but you, just. But you know, there's just endless amounts of music that he's got in his archives that we may hear some. Where there's gonna be, there's still gonna be a ton that we didn't hear, and tons of unmade material that he uh, had the potential to really uh, continue to blossom. Because I believe he had just really started hitting his stride on the last couple of albums, as far as being in his comfort zone and uh, really feeling where Mac Miller was uh, as an artist. Right. So shit. So R.I.P. We'll get we'll get back to that with musical breakdown. Right. So shit. Uh yeah, on that note, to on to other things, just uh <clears throat> really only topic we really other have besides the music breakdown is uh the fucking everybody talking about the Nike commercial. <laughs> and uh Nike, 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 Nike signing uh Colin Kaepernick. So apparently I read that he was already signed to Nike like uh, before this commercial came out. 
this commercial was just like his like uh coming out almost no homo <laughs> you know what I'm saying so uh, that's really motherfuckers out here burning they fucking <laughs> burning they Nikes motherfuckers boycotting Nike and like just the crazy thing about it is it's just if you watch the commercial it's like really how can you be against the message mm-hmm. it's like okay you might not like Colin Kaepernick, blah, blah, blah. But the message behind it is a good message that you can fucking do whatever you want to do, no matter where you came from. Just got to believe in yourself. Like, you can't hate on that message. How do I don't, I'm not understanding how people are hating on that. It's crazy right now. And the other, the, my other issue is that people having such a problem with Colin Kaepernick in regards to his protest. It's just as silly to me because it's just, once again, people, same thing we talked about when we talked about Kanye and his comments, is people not listening. Right. Like, I don't know how many times a man's got to say, has nothing to do with the military, has nothing to do with the flag itself. It's literally the statement of racial inequality in the justice system and all of these people being killed unarmed by police officers and... He even talked with a Marine after he had sat during the National Anthem, and the Marine said, that seems disrespectful, but if you kneel like we do when we have fallen comrades or pray, etc., etc., it would come off a lot less uh, abrasive, and you can still get the point across because the point is an important one. And he, he has to say these a thousand times, and people are still like, oh, no, our troops don't. Don't die for you to do that. Yes, they do. They die to protect our rights, which is a freedom of speech. True. And people don't understand that protests are meant to make you feel uncomfortable. When Rosa Parks didn't move from the front of the bus, that was against the law. When the people were going and having sit-ins in white restaurants where they weren't welcome or, or going into a white restroom, that was against the law at that time and made people very angry and uncomfortable, but it was to create change. And that is just what protest is. It's meant to make you feel uncomfortable, make you look inward and reflect and say, Am, is what I'm doing correct right now or not? Right. And it's crazy. Like, I see uh, people are like, uh, like, I hear it too. Like, at work, people are like... Uh, like, uh, blah, 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 I get what he's trying to do, blah, 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 but don't protest right then, like, protest at another time. And then it's like, you motherfuckers don't understand what a protest is. Like, I want to protest when it's going to have the most impact. I don't want to protest when it's going to have the least impact or when it's going to have uh eight on a scale of ten impact. No, I want to fucking ha- protest when it's going to have a ten on a scale of one to ten impact. So me fucking protesting or Colin Kaepernick protesting during the flag that obviously had a 10 impact because everything has has followed. So that's why he protested right then, because he wanted to make his point where it would be heard if he fucking protests after the fucking game. Motherfuckers don't fucking watch shit after the game. How many motherfuckers really watch after game press conferences and shit if it's not the fucking NBA finals or something or fucking Super Bowl type shit? You're not watching that shit. So him protesting there, he's not having the most impact. Him protesting outside of the workplace football is not going to have the most impact. So he used his platform where he's going to have the most impact 
to protest and protested then. No, he could not have protested no other time, motherfuckers. And on top of that, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the same people that dislike Colin Kaepernick's very, very peaceful protest during the national anthem also seem to have a problem with the Black Lives Matter movement being out in their face and protesting out loud. So where then do we empower, I'm asking the white people, do we empower black people to have a voice, to voice their complaints that are extremely, uh, I'm looking for a word that I can't think of, just extremely terrible, bad. Yeah, no, like there's sound about, and like yeah. it, there's there's facts and whatnot to be to back up all of the complaints so why like there should be no inappropriate place in my opinion for for those points to be raised right so it's just like and that just goes to and people don't want to hear but that just goes to a lot of people just want black people to just shut up and just go with the flow they just want them to just carry on and that's not what's gonna happen I'm sorry that's just not what that's just not in black people. They're just not going to sit down and take the abuse, blah, blah, blah. They're going to speak up. And if it means some people got to die, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, like, even with slavery, that just shows, like, we're not finna just let that shit happen. So, I mean, just with anything, black people are strong. They're going to, if they feel like they're being mistreated or treated unfairly, whatever the case may be, they're going to speak out. It may happen for a little bit, but at some point, Gonna fight back, gonna say something. So I mean, that's just I don't understand just where people are coming from, what they expect. It's just silly. And it goes to like you said, um, you don't get like they just not listening. And a lot of people times like that's just so true because like I was talking to my other nigga Chris, and he was saying like uh, at his job he was fucking talking to this uh, old white guy, and like he was uh, saying all this shit uh, about it. And he's like, so I want to know what you think. And he asked Chris what he thought, mm-hmm. and Chris told him. And the nigga was like, well, I mean, when you put it like that, I mean, it's not really the best. You are making good points. So, I mean, a lot of times, like you said, people not listening. But when you break it down to them, like, one-on-one and shit, they'd be like, okay, that does make sense. So, like, motherfuckers just need to listen, open their eyes, motherfucking, not just be so... Do some research of their own, too. Right. Like, don't just be a, a follower of what you've been following all the time. Like, if you conservative, that's fine. This is just an example, obviously, but like, don't be completely closed off to everything a liberal person or whatever has to say. Like, always be open to listening and trying to calculate in your brain logically. Like, don't be closed off because that's right. when you just you're just ignorant. That's all. That's what ignorance is: is just closing yourself off and thinking that what you're saying is right. Like, ignorant. Don't do it. Right. Gotta be open-minded, man. Cause closed-minded people, man, they're ruining the world. Man, so that's just that, our little take on that fucking uh, Nike commercial, man. And just Colin Kaepernick, man. He's going to keep doing his thing, man. He's obviously making yeah, an imp- impact. That commercial is just incredibly well put together as well. So, like, we it was literally just on the TV, like, five minutes before we uh, we hopped on to record here. So, uh, like, it's just a, it's a great commercial. And you got problem with it, there's a problem with you. Right. So man, I was we was uh supposed to have a fucking unpopular black thought, but I was I didn't fucking think about it. Usually they just come to me. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't really come to me. So that's I his, mean that's his comfort zone. <laughs> right. So I'm uh 
man. <laughs> so I'm gonna fucking have one for next week's episode, man. But shit, since I ain't got nothing now, we don't have really nothing else on uh fucking on the agenda. <laughs> so we'll have more fucking uh current event topics and shit. Pop culture topics next time, but shit. Right now, like we said, we was talking about Mac and everything. So uh we originally we're gonna do we were gonna do Mac's uh we're still gonna do it. We was gonna do Mac's most recent album and then uh Tyler Creator's Bastard. But since everything Mac everything passed away, so we decided we're gonna do uh uh well my favorite fucking Mac album, uh watching movies with the lights off and uh his most recent Fuck right, so the sound. What am I on? on some on some bullshit, man? Watching movies with the sound off, and then fucking uh, god damn, and then that's the fucking second time I done fucked up on some stupid yeah. shit on the Kanye shit. I fucking said Gold Digger was on fucking drop out. God damn, what's some stupid shit? But yeah, watching movies with the sound off and uh, swimming his most recent album. So I uh. We're going to start with watching movies with the sound off. And we're going to do a little something different. I'm going to play like the little music in the background since we can't really, like I said, if we put the music like actually in there, like actually put the track, that shit going to get took down. Shit, it still might get took down. We're going to experiment. We're going to see. I'm going to have it playing like real low. You guys might barely be able to hear it, but it'll be able to like help us with the dialogue and whatever and just uh, go with that. If Like I said last time, we was fucking, we need to play a little bit of the song so we knew like what the actual song was, jog our memory type shit. So we gonna go in with that, man. Watching movies with the sound off, man. First fucking song on that motherfucker was the Star Room. Oh shit! What a it's a great vibe. Like it's one of those albums. Like I I say it a lot, but it's a it's a vibe. It really is. He uh, this it, this is pro- is his best album too. I'll uh, I'll say that from the start. I don't know if it's my favorite. That's a really tough question for me. Um, but uh, yeah, that music go. It is a it is a great album, and it it showed where Mac really, really started to grow because he had had the Macadelic and Faces tapes before this, and those like are both great mixtapes, classic mixtapes to me. Right. Um, those started to show the direction he was gonna take, and then this as his album that really started his first just like real like art type artistic album because like blue slab park was his debut album it's a fun album there's some bangers on it but it didn't showcase his artistic ability yet he was just frat rapping then right um and this like i feel like listening to this shit like this was like a perfect like intro to this whole fucking album like the whole like, it introduced the type of weird vibe he's gonna have. Like, he's talking in this little weird voice. Like, it... Like you said, it was a different Mac. Like, it was introducing a little different Mac. Because he, he wasn't... He wasn't rapping like this before. And if I, uh... Like, I noticed when, like, this was happening that he was rapping, like, sort of like, uh... Uh... Sort of like, Our Future. So, it's like, I feel like... And he had started hanging out with Our Future around that time. More like, uh more focus on the rhymes type shit like matter like like you said frat rap was his older style so i'm feeling like this was like an intro to like his different vibe it was it was a, this was a well put together album just in general this fucking this whole vibe now we're going to talk about some of the lyrics real quick 
he just had one uh, just a really a really poignant statement um he said haven't picked a major label think i'm blackballed i still don't got the heart to pick up pick my phone up when my dad calls will he recognize his son when he hears my voice and just starts to take you into this almost alternate reality type thing he's taking you into and just painting a picture and just showing you inside of him where like he knows he's got these demons um Will he recognize his son when he hears my voice? Like, he, he's gone so long without checking in and stuff sometimes. Um, probably wow. feels guilty about it and is like, will he even recognize me? That's a, that's a, it's just really poignant. That one's always stuck out with me, that little section. Right. And that's like a, like I said, an intro. Like, that's just showing, just like a beginning song that he's going to be talking about some real shit on this album. But like we said before, he was just frat rap, party rap. But he's just talking about some real shit on here. And like I said, he's doing that, like, uh, odd future type rappish type shit. Like, uh, he just, I just heard the bars. He was like, uh, and if God was a human, it'd be yours truly watching horror movies with some foreign groupies. Thinking this decor suits me. I do drugs to get more loopy. I'm in tune with ancient jujutsu spirituals. It's blissful. Like, he was spitting. And like, like, the rhyme pattern, rhyme shit, like, that was some... That's some I future uh, MF Doom type flow type shit. Like if you guys listen to that type music, like you recognize what I'm talking about. Like the rhyme scheme, the focus on the rhymes, the way it sounds, just rhyming words. Cause like, you know, like he really wasn't, they don't really be saying too much. You know what I'm saying? And if God was a human, it'd be yours truly watching horror movies. You know what I'm saying? With some foreign groupies. Like what are you really talking about? Not really saying much, but like it sounds good. And, like, I mean, he could really be saying some shit. You know what I'm saying? He really could be saying he's watching movies with some foreign hoes. But, like, he really not really talking about nothing. So, But it's a good contrast to, like, like we said, his earlier bars where he's really talking about, is my dad going to even recognize my voice and all this shit? So it's just like, a, I feel like he was good at mixing that. So that was good. And then this part right here, uh, Delusional Thomas, one of his uh, alter egos, sort of, um... Not sort of. It, that's just what it is. I don't know why I said sort of. Um, but he he says some crazy shit in here, especially as uh, as you're sitting here the day after his passing. He said, "Don't you ever want to hide away, aside and triumph in the eyes of rain? Won't give a fuck about tomorrow if I die today. I'll greet the devil with a smiling face. Shit that God fellow may reside in space." He says some more, but man, like deep shit, crazy deep, shit, deep shit. Um. And and that's there's a there's definitely some a few little little tippets of of realness in here. There's some some things, especially in the first verse. I think is more there's some more real stuff. But then there's just a lot of like he was saying, just that that more technical uh, technical yeah, rhyme scheme that we hadn't seen it. from Mac that was not just turning up on a beat, right? Um, and saying just all silly stuff. Like he he had great rhyme schemes. Like he making love to this beat right um yeah and they, they were like don said just a great intro to the whole album like really just started to showcase where he was gonna be at um right where on his, this album right where his head was at where he was gonna be sonically and everything so now on to the next song avian mm-hmm. and actually this song was like i fucked with this like like this weird vibe, it kind of made me feel like a, like a remind me like a circus or something, or like one of those uh, toy things that you fucking mm-hmm. twist up and it pop out. Jack in the box. Jack in the box. 
That's what this beat kind of reminds me of. I think, I think, I don't know. This, this has always felt like a, a big part of this album to me too. Like this feels like it kind of encom- in, embodies the whole album itself as well. Um, this was produced by Mac, uh, produced by Larry Fisherman, right, which the, is the, Mac. Produ- the production side of Mac. And then Delusional Thomas is like the. Uh, the, I don't know, just the, the, pitch, the pitched up, delusional ass, right, he kinda, crazy cat. So, so that style kind of originated, it might have originated before that, but the where I know it originated from was uh, this uh, nigga Quasimodo or fucking uh, Mad Lib. That's his, uh, that's his alter ego, uh, Quasimodo, and he raps in a voice, and it's not pitched up. I forget what they said they do. Like They like reverse it. And then like reverse it back. It's like it's weird the way they do it, but it's not just pitching it up. Like technically it is pitching it up, but they don't just put it, they don't just like record it, then pitch it up. It's like different. They record it, then they like do something with some tape and then do something. It's weird. But like I said, that style originated with Mad Lib or Quasimodo. So and then like that's crazy because they kind of rap the same type of way, like the technical type shit. So it was I feel like that influenced him. I haven't really that's not confirmed. But that's where I feel like he got it from. Because he fuck with, like I said, he fuck with Odd Future and then fuck with, I know he fuck with uh, MF Doom. Like, that's a fact. So, like, I feel like that influenced him. But anyway, that was kind of, not, not sidetracked, but not too important. But uh, anyway, so back to this song, like I said, produced by fucking Mac himself. He's just spitting. I just heard some bars. He's going in I'm right pissed now. pissed off for a blind person looking for a restroom. Probably be dead soon, inhaling cigarette fumes. Sorry for that blind person comment. That was just rude. And I was raised better. Said God bless you. That shit's funny. Um, it, it's clever to say pissed off for a blind person looking for a restroom. And it is an offensive line if you really think about it. But that's making yeah. a little bit poking fun of disability. Um, and he immediately comes back after one one line break and says, "Oh yeah, sorry about that. That was that was rude." Um, and being raised Jewish. Normally they raised to have great manners. And he yeah. said, I was raised better. Say God bless you. It's just really funny. Um, and right. he's just riding this beat like a motherfucker too. He made a smooth ass beat. And right, I feel like it was, uh, like I said, it was a good, well put together album. I feel like this was a good uh, contrasting song to the Star Room. Because this song wasn't really about shit. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't really saying anything too deep. He might have had a couple bars in there where he might have been saying something real. But it's more like a just a song, you know what I'm saying, where he was rapping. Like, what the fuck? The hooks. There's a bird in the sky. Look at them fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not really saying nothing. Like, it sounds good sonically. The Like, it raps good. Like, the bar. Like, he's, he's spitting in a different sense. Uh, not spitting real shit. But in a sense of spitting nice rhymes. And I always like people. Like, one of the things that impresses me with rappers is when they say shit that I couldn't think of. Mm-hmm. So, it's like. Like, you know, like, you can hear some people's songs, and you can damn near finish their bars before you even hear it. Like, you know what the fuck they're going to say. Like, nothing against Wiz, <laughs> but, like, on some Wiz songs, you can fuck, you know what the fuck he's going to say, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's other people, but that was, Wiz was just the first one that came to mind. But I like when there's rappers, like, I don't know what the fuck that nigga's going to say. Or I'd be like, damn, how the fuck did he think of that? I, I would not have thought of that. And I feel like those are the type of bars that Mac was just spitting right then. Like, not every... Every time you rap, it doesn't have to be telling a story. It doesn't have to be fucking, uh, you t- 
telling fucking how you're feeling at the time. It could just be rapping. Mm-hmm. It could be hype. When I say how you feeling, it could be a different feeling. Like, you might not have to be sad motherfucker all the time. It could just be, shit, I'm feeling a good vibe. This is what came to me at the time. So I feel like it was a good contrast and on the album. And he's got plenty. And it, and it don't bounce kind of back and forth a lot on the album, right. uh, which is what makes it such a complete body of work, is that there is, there's a very underlying theme and sonic experience to it. And... uh then there's there's some songs he's just he's like yo I'm gonna rap my ass off ooh he broke down he broke down got the Jolly Rancher <laughs> right um, and then there's, there's others that he'll be extremely introspective and giving you literally a piece of his life um, which both both take talent um, especially to make it all feel like a cohesive thing right so fucking next song and this is one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. on this motherfucker. Like I said, he started fucking with uh, Future, and it's got Earl Sweatshirt on it, and I really just fuck on with, the hook though. I really fuck with Earl, yeah. But like, it was like a, a it's a grungy hook. I fuck yeah. with this like this whole fucking song is grungy. So we are gonna go ahead and play that little bit of that. Like I don't know how well y'all can hear it. I don't want y'all to hear it too well where it's overpowering us speaking. But I anyway. hope you can hear it enough. Right, right. Hope you can hear it enough. So oh, it's gonna be tough. That. Uh, he, uh, they're both, they're just, the beat is just perfect for this song. Like, right, who made this motherfucker? Who made this fucking beat? Does it say? Yeah. I actually got this physical album, so I could go out to my car and look in the fucking. I actually do too. Look in the album case and actually see. I was an actual Mac fan. Fucking sidebar. I'm gonna pause the song real quick. Shit, pause. Produced by a random black dude yeah. who I think is damn uh, near Earl. Yeah, I think that's Earl. But uh, so Earl produced that beat. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyway, uh, sidebar. So like I said, I was an actual Mac fan, and uh, so I actually went to his space migration tour. I was front row in that bitch because I had uh, actually went to fucking see. Like, that was what the internet was. Yeah, it? I had oh. went to go see the internet, and I actually met Sid. Shout out Sid, that's my nigga. And uh, so I met Sid. I was front row at the Mac Miller concert, and that was one of the one of the best shows I've been to. And when he uh, first time I actually saw Mac Miller, that was the second time. The first time I saw Mac Miller was when he came with Wiz and Schoolboy and all yeah, that. Yeah, that was the, that's the shirt I'm he, wearing right now. Which and he, that tour. And he like uh, they like co-headline, so they both had like an hour and twenty minutes or some shit. He Fire. he fucking killed that set, and that was really uh, one of the times that I think solidified like put me on Mac. I was like, oh yeah, this nigga cold. So, one of the most high energy performers you'll ever see. Like you could just tell when he's on stage. That he's having the time of his fucking life. Right. And he he put it all out there. Like you could not help but get amped and be hyped. Like even I mean then that that was my first first that was literally my first hip hop concert ever. And uh yeah, I went specifically for Mac. That that show ended up putting me really on Wiz. I was lightly, lightly on Wiz, no homo, <laughs> but put me all the way on. Um He's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker. Undertaker. We're gonna hit that every episode. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, man, he's hella, hella high energy, man. Great performer. Just he, you could tell he felt what he was doing, and that that that'll. It's just he's an artist. 
Right. Sad of loss. I got to see him. Uh, it made me sad. That was really abrupt. I got to see him. (laughs) (laughs) I I was fortunate enough to have seen him twice in concert that time with Wiz. And then I saw him perform on the divine feminine tour. And I actually only met him. I actually didn't get his day for the show, but I met him on the good AM tour. Um, had I a really about that album. Had a really genuine re, uh, like uh, damn, interaction with him. We need to hit up fucking Tyler. See how that nigga feel, oh, bro. I, I did. I talked to him. He, me, and him were both in the same boat yesterday. We were both really hurting. Niggas had a bromance yesterday. Um, <laughs> but uh, as I was saying, <laughs> I had a really genuine reaction or it reaction interaction with him because I took my Blue Slide Park vinyl with me to get signed. And as I'm walking up, he said, "Oh shit, guys, look at this. This kid's." This dude's got a vinyl. And I was like, Damn. yeah. I was like, yeah, man. I was like, been rocking with you for a long time. I was like, it's dope to meet you. He's like, you too. He's oh, like, that's shit. sick. He's like, you want to, he's like, let me sign that. And then I'll sign you one of these uh, stickers, which was just the face from the good AM uh, uh, cover album art. And I ended up taking that, that sticker, taking that off and put it on my good AM vinyl. So now both my vinyls are technically signed. Technically. Um, but like, we just had a quick conversation. He made me laugh. Dude looks stoned as hell, not gonna lie, but just a genuine dude, and like, I feel very lucky to have met him, Um, very lucky to have seen his whole, like, as I already said, saw his whole development and career, and, uh, man. Sad day. This is is gonna be a tough episode, guys. (laughs) It just is. So, man, back to the fucking, I'm not real, man. Yeah, we haven't even let the good part start yet. Right, and he was rapping in uh now this wasn't really the uh delusional Thomas voice, this was more just the pitch down. The pitch down version of his voice. And that's kinda like that not grind. Yeah, not as not as pitched down as fucking uh, ASAP. Mm. <laughs> I remember <laughs> me and Tyler used to be like, throw some deep voice on that. That's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how that nigga ASAP used to be in the booth. Hey yeah, man, uh yeah, that's cool, but uh, uh throw some deep voice on that. <laughs> so man, not not that deep. But if he like pitched it down just enough where it sounds like we said grungy and it matches the beat. And Earl, if on the hook, his beat, I mean his fucking voice is pitched down too. And he was just spitting right there. How he broke the flow down. Right, and that and that goes to the fucking technical. He was said, what he say? Uh, they always tell me where my mind is on this LP. I don't exist. Hieroglyphics, pyrotechnics, metaphysics, telekinetics. Put 50k on my credit card, looking for answers. I'm searching, but I ain't getting far. Spitting, and just like so, he really killed that whole shit. Like, okay, so he was technical with it. I don't exist. Hieroglyphics, pyrotechnics, metaphysics, and he said telekinetics. Put 50k on my credit card. Looking for answers, I'm searching, but I ain't getting far. Bars, bars, like he's fucking still spinning right here. This is one of my hard, uh, one of my favorite parts when they said, uh, "See, this is a rather spooky action movie. Roll it up and pass it to me. Hash and booty, absolutely smack a groupie, acting bougie, Ooh! like spitting, bro. Like them is technical bars. That's fucking spitting, and like that's the t- and it's it makes me mad too, cause like some people. Like, they don't rock with that type shit. Like, I know a couple people. I ain't gonna say no names. But. <laughs> That's not like it. I'm Donnie Ray's no fucking filter. <laughs> I ain't finna drop no names. <laughs> but I know a couple niggas that, like, they say, like, that they don't like that shit. Just rhyming words, blah, blah, blah. They, 
anybody can rhyme words, but it's false. Right, anybody can rhyme like words. Like, right, like you could not, have, you couldn't have thought of that, bro. And it'd be like, I don't want to think of that, but okay. what does that even mean? Then? Right, okay, bro. But it's like that's technical, bro. Like that's rap. Like there's different forms of rap. You don't, you don't always have to fucking rap a certain type of way. And the fact that he can do this and then turn around and on another song rap regular put some frat rap into it, some hip-hop, I mean, some uh, pop, and you know what I'm saying? He got different vibes. And then te- and then another tell a different, tell a story. Ooh, we just cruising to the next Ooh, song. Right, we might as well hop into it. Ooh. It's one of my favorite SDS. songs here, too. One of the wildest beats. Uh, Flying uh, Flying Lotus made this beat. I know that off the top. I said, I know that for a fact. Yeah, uh, which Flying Lotus is different. He's got a crazy sound. Um, and I feel like this, this is another song I feel like where he was more like just rapping. Like he's not really telling a story, not really saying, like it's more like a, just a vibe. That was his vibe at the time. And like he's he's riding the beat like a motherfucker for sure. And this this song took me a long time to actually like. I'm not gonna lie. Damn, when I it, fucked with this motherfucker. When it first came out, do when it first came out, I was, like I said, I still was an, eh, very amateurish to hip hop and the the beat that sounds like some shit getting played in reverse was just yeah. too much for me. Like I don't think you I could ever, I could never lock on what he was Somebody saying. Um, but hey. as I, as I listen to it more and more, this motherfucker just grooves. Somebody this beat is so hard. I think like it's a, hook is, I think it's a perfect Mac beat. Like Mac the, beat. The hook is just so perfect. Like, like I know, like when he was recording and he just felt that like there'd be some, like I I rap too. So you know. Like, it'd be sometimes you just feel the fucking hook. Like, you don't even have to, like, think about it. Like, sometimes you got to think of a hook. But sometimes that fucking beat just tell you the fucking hook. And I know on this fucking motherfucker, he just was feeling that motherfucker. Somebody do something. Yeah, like, he was just feeling that motherfucker. And that's what's cold to me. Like, I feel like you can connect with somebody when you fucking just feel the vibe with them. No, not on the homo shit. <laughs> but just, like, you feel the vibe, nigga. And that the song was just cold. Okay. Spitting, hold on. Fuck me. I know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so he's <laughs> yo. This whole verse is really just funny stuff, honestly. Like he starts off with a great like sipping Jameson, like I was measured in whiskey flavoring. When I'm drunk, I'll cut your head off and leave it dangling. Fly low, still trying to put me on the Ableton. Asian women love me. I'm looking like, like this. David Duchovny. Hey, that, <laughs> hey, I remember that fuck. That one of my favorite bars on this whole. In album. kindergarten, used to put some condos in my cubby in case one of these hoes was trying to fuck love me. <laughs> like. Bar. I ain't nobody and neither are you. Been contemplating if I even still believe in the truth. Like, stop. Like he's just got and, Oh, and then this is one of the things Mac is most renowned for, especially in the black community. Is ne- the line like stuff like the next line? I'm so stubborn. I'd rather write my own history book, or the world don't give a fuck about how you physically look. Mac has always stood up and been real and just like had a great uh, perspective on the Black Lives Matter movement and has spoke up for it, which is, I think, a tough thing to do as a white person without sounding like you're trying. <laughs> but, like, Mac is just, he's just so real about it, and you can tell it's coming from a place of genuine care. Like, everybody was always just like, yo, this dude's real. Like, right. I remember there was one time he was on one of the late night shows. I watched a clip of it on Twitter today, and he just, like, took a two and a half minute shit on Donald Trump and it's one of the funniest things I've seen uh, and like 
I saw a bunch of different people tweeting about that, and I saw one tweet that was funny. This black girl was like, "Oh, and remember, he never said the N word," and I was just like, "You fried for that, <laughs> right? He never did." Shout out, Mag, man. He was a fucking good dude, man. Sad to have lost you, man. But uh, somebody do something. Right on to the next song, man. Song five, man. Bird call. This is a short song, two minute song. Quack quack. This is one of my uh, like this beat goes crazy. Right, that's what I say. This is one of the oh, one of my more uh, more favorite beats. I like I like weird shit. Like if you know me, you know I like weird shit. So this is like a weird ass. Produced beat. by Clams Casino. Never heard of it. You never heard. You never heard of Clams Casino? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I can believe that. But, <laughs> he said it like he couldn't, but he can't. Yeah, I can believe that. But Clams Casino fucking produced uh, a lot of shit for uh, Lil B. I'm trying to figure out. That's a, really the most real I know him from, so that's why I said I can believe that. I'm trying. To, I feel like he's bigger than he's bigger than Lil B though. Like he's done more than just Lil B. Oh, he produced some shit for uh, uh, ASAP on his first album for sure. But uh, anyway. This is another feel good type song to me. It, and a little kind of grungy hook too. Burn one. Oh, and it, okay, he about to start this next verse with bars. Bars. We about to come with him. Burn one, burn one, burn one. Hey, hey. Okay. Used to give a fuck about success. Now I always want to see Mother Kunis undressed. Hope you're not for my sex. It'll be a confess. Sorry for the shit. Confess. Damn. Crazy ass bitch. One thread. Yo, like, spitting. 400. Hey. And he like, just he keeps spitting. going. Like, like, and it's just like, and like I said, I always like those. I, I listen to fucking. I've been listening to fucking Tyler Creator. So if you know anything about Tyler Creator, you know I like them grungy fucking bars. Like, well, he rap about and he, early on, you know, I like some fucking crazy shit. So when he was like, want to see Mala Coolest undressed, hope she down for butt sex, it would be a confess. Like the way he's rhyming, technical, that shit I like. And then it was just like some fried shit. I always like when a motherfucker say some fried shit on the beat. Like I said, that I wouldn't ever think of. And it's always. It just makes the punchline stronger, too. Right. With those things that make you be, the things that make you be like, ooh. All right. Like, should I have even liked that? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. He's talking about butt sex. <laughs> but, like, that's just a... Uh, this is lyricism. Like, so far, right. this album has been, like, top-tier lyricism. Right, for sure. Definitely. That is, that's a great way. Like, he was just... He was working album, out on sure. this, honestly. Like, he, he, he started to find his own... Sure. This so, is, he had started to, he had developed already like because he he got like a, I think it was a one out of ten from like Pitchfork on Blue Slide Park <laughs> like but don't get it twisted that was an independently put out album that yeah, went number fuck, one yeah like don't get it fucking twisted from the jump this man was something special but as far as like critical acclaim uh it got shit on because it's just it's. It's nothing really. I mean, the the beats are fun. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I still love that album. It's fun. There's a lot of great songs on it, but like, yeah. So it's it's crazy because like, uh, like wipe it. So other no other really way for me to categorize this. So the white people they had like the fucking uh, they had like the blue slide part because I remember uh, when I went to uh, that fucking space migration tour, and then uh, like I was standing out outside listening, and I heard motherfuckers. They're like, who are you here for? And some of them talking to some other uh, some black people, and uh, they were like Mac, and they were like, uh, 
oh, you like this Mac? I didn't really like this Mac. I like the Blue Slide Park Mac. And it was <laughs> it was some white people and the black people were saying that they like this Mac. And the white people were saying that they like the fucking Blue Slide Park Mac. So it was, it was just... It's simply to me because, like, not that Blue Slide Park doesn't have, especially parts that are just great hip-hop, but, like, it's not... It's just not the... It's it's spoon-fed hip-hop. It's right. It's... There, there's no, there's no <laughs> substance. There's no trickery. There's no nothing. Like in my opinion, you got either you got to have some like acrobatics in there, you got to have a really special delivery, or you have to have a lot of substance. Like you need one of those three things, in my opinion, to be really good in hip hop, to be an artist that deserves people's listens. And like they had a little bit of all of it, but like then this, this had technical just prolific rapping just rapping his ass off and like of course the people who really understand hip-hop being the black community this is this is their shit bro and they were like wow this white dude can really rap now like bars his his joke days were over and we all love the old mac days we all love kids we all love best day ever i love blue slide park but you can't ever tell me that any of those hold up Technically, to this. <laughs> right. So, hold on. on to the next song, Matches. And I actually fuck with this song. Absol he- is hard. Right, because I fuck with Absol. Like, I've been fucking with Absol since when I had a fucking fade. Like, I remember my fucking barber, Crenshaw, my nigga, if, uh, Jamal, if you listen to this motherfucker, you know D. Crenshaw. <laughs> nigga used to cut our hair for a little bit. You know that nigga, he put me on fucking Kendrick and Absol. So, but like he, they was both spitting on this motherfucker, the beat, cold. And like I said, this this beat kind of reminds me of like, uh, like, uh, like I see it in my mind, but I can't really like describe what the fuck I'm trying to say. It's weird. It's crazy. Like it just gives me like a feel like, fuck. Trying to think of fuck. I can't think of it. But anyway, this fucking beat like has a fucking like weird vibe to it. Like it matches like it's matching their type flow type shit. Okay. Matt come in spitting. Permission. We live the life that I chose. Okay. Premonition type visions. Oof. You see the world as it goes. Hey. Tell them all what they missing while I watch it as it unfolds. Bars. I'm dodging my breath. Confident kid. I was trying to grow up with the best. Watching yes. the step. Never know college plan. Okay. Oh. Spitting. Could have been a graduate. Oh, I, I fucked up now. But yo, <laughs> he was spitting. Like spitting. And this this whole song. Ooh. Like, I feel like. This one actually has a little bit of a theme too. I was about to say, anytime you, I was just about to say something like that. I was about to say, anytime you come on a song with Absol, you gonna have to like he doesn't like Absol does just rap, but for the most part, like every song, like he has like real meaning behind his shit. So if you fucking with Absol, you didn't really, like you said had a theme. This I'll one's like speak on that more. burning out too fast, like right. that a match. Like just think about it. Like it's about stars burning up too fast. A little bit, it's kind of the theme, right? And then he's got this lower voice on the hook that's right. hard. Hey. You're 18 years hey. and older. Hey. 18 years and older. Hey. Man, yeah. So, man. So, like, I just feel like... This, this is, is produced by ID Labs. Right. This Classic. Is a, this shit. is just a good... Like, a good uh, contrast... 
to these other songs. Like it, it matched the fucking vibe. It just it, it meshed well with this whole whole album. We didn't really have too much to say on this song. But this was a good song. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. But the next song. Fire. The next song, we're just gonna get into that. And this one had this is this is where in the album he he stopped. I mean he's still rapping really well, but he there starts to be a little more thematic stuff. Like the last song, like we said, had a theme. This one does too. This one he's the talking video about. For this is fucking crazy. If you ever seen the video, the name of this song is "I Am Who I Am." Parentheses, killing time. killing time. Right. So if you haven't seen this fucking video, you need to go fucking watch the video. It's fucking dope. And he's he's getting introspective on this album. Man. I don't even anything to hold an aggression. Close to depression. Open your eyes and just focus a second. Fuck a recession. Hey. Oh. Loading and pointing that negative energy, telling me stop that telling me no. no. Man, like he's just spitting and I, like he's really this is this is a real song. Like he's fucking he's talking about some shit. This like, is coming right out of his mind, right. his soul. I'm posing a question. How many been empty and holding aggression? Close to depression. He's saying, How many of y'all have been feeling like how I'm feeling? Aggression, depression, technical bars, and still saying some real shit. Like this song, man. It's a real ass song. Let that ride for a little bit, man. Just hold on, see where we're going with this. Man, and the, I really like the hook. Like mm-hmm. the hook is like a, it's, a, it's a chick singing, and it's just like I really like. So see, I'm not too much of a. I don't really listen to female singers mm, too that's often. That's hard. Oh, that is hard. What? I waste away in a room of spitting these raps. Yahweh put the world in my hands. I'm giving it back. Bars. God put the world in his hands. But he's like, yo, I can't handle all this. It's too much for me. Giving it back. And it just shows just like... just a vibey hook. Right. And that's what... And that's, like I'm saying, I like the fucking... I don't really listen to female artists too often. So it's good to like hear them on... Uh, uh, fucking hear them on hooks and hear them on songs. Like there's this other uh, chick that... Uh, Currency and uh, <clears throat> uh, Corner Boy PB uh, collabing with uh, Mary Gold, and it's just cool sometimes to hear a little female singing like I like uh, like this other chick named Kilo Kish. So I think it was cool for him to put her on a hook, and like she added a like she just meshed with the vibe so well with her like it was like smooth like uh, kind of like Macy Grayish type of singing. Man, you know what he said. Uh... I'm animalistic and thinkably thinking I'm getting ballistic. Be specific. Cause those who in control, we all statistics. Misogynistic. It's twisted mind. I'm intertwined. My trigger figure itching. All I kill is time. Pa! Initial symptoms of schizophrenic behavior. The mind is like religion. Can't we agree on who's its savior? Mm! That, and and the gun the gun pop noise after all of, all of trigger figure itching. All I kill is time. It hits so hard every time. And you just like. Mm! Every time I hear this song, that's my reaction to that part. Yeah. Like, this was just a good-ass song. Like, just the whole fucking vibe. Like I said, that hook here right now. Like, it's just so smooth. Like, this whole song was just smooth in that bitch. No earthly vehicle can contain this drive. And then the beat switches up for Absol right. to come on and do the outro. And it kind of, like, I like how they, like, slow the beat up. It kind of, like... Like reverse kinda, like a turntable style type shit. 
It just like makes it feel like uh, right. I don't, it almost makes me feel like this is like Absol is just going on in in Mac's head. Like that's right. Like it's the voice in his that's head dope. right now. Just like it's just a different time, man. Right. Said, there was a time when we showed love. Right. And Absol's got his voice distorted a little bit here. Right. He threw that. He threw that deep voice on there. <laughs> Sometimes, folks, you just gotta understand that you gotta throw the low, the deep voice on that. Throw that deep voice on that, baby. <laughs> but yeah, man, like this, like I feel like this, uh, this little outro is kind of like funny to me. And he said, "You see a young lady, you like, damn, man, you gorgeous. <laughs> I'll take my coat off right now and lay it down on the puddle, nigga said a puddle, <laughs> and make sure you don't miss a step." Like, that's some smooth-talking shit. Like, <laughs> like it's silly, but, like, that's the type of shit that really a bitch would like. Here you say that's some, like some old movie type right, shit. Right, you, you say think, some yeah. goofy, silly shit, and she affects Back when chivalry was for real, I feel like motherfuckers were actually doing stuff like that. Right. So, I don't I don't know if I would ever take it to that extent. I, I try to... I, I'll hold a door for a woman. I'll open a door, like... But, like, why am I going to ruin my jacket so you don't step in the puddle? Right, and this had the perfect transition into the fucking next mm. song. This, this is, is one of my favorite songs. Man, this might be my favorite song on the album. I'm, one of my favorite Mac songs at all time. Um, this song. This, this song motherfucker is, smooth. You're going to catch me singing on this one. This motherfucker you. deep than a bitch. For and sure. if you ever, if you ever, you've been in, you've been in love before, you, you know, you feel this song. Man. It, yeah. Man, this song is crazy. I've tried to write songs like this multiple times. I've been thinking about it all the time. I've never seen somebody put together perfectly. I really hope y'all can hear the music. Like, that's just fitting that shit. Like, I felt that shit. And it's just like, he's spitting from a place, man. Like, you talking to a girl, like letting her know how you really feel, man. And sometimes, like, it's hard to say that shit in person, so it's easier for him to ink it to the paper, man. Easier to get it off his chest onto the music. And then how he how he rides into this hook right here every time, beautiful. Just a little taste, and you know she got you. Can you hide away? Can you hide? It be like that, man. Sound of silences, they all just watch you. Kind of find it strange how the times have changed. Wish we could go and be free once. Maybe you and me, we could change the world forever. And this is where you started to really hear Mac really sing for the first time, too. Um, there's a couple of other songs where he sings a little bit, but. I fuck with songs where they do this shit, like leave it all in the rear view and like let it just ride for a minute to repeat that. As you look in that. your rear view, technically, or. Right. That shit cold. You don't have to. And he coming hard on the second verse. Like, like this is just a fucking real ass song. You know, he was going through some shit when he wrote this motherfucker. This is a like, ballad. This is a fucking right. ballad. Fucking like, spitting, man. Like, he was talking that real shit. Nigga said, mend a broken heart, girl, if you can. <laughs> like, nigga, that, like I said, it's bars I couldn't even think. I wouldn't even think of saying that shit. And it's like real. Like, that's that shows a true writer to me. Like, that shit impresses me. As a writer, cause like it's like that's real writing, bro. Like nigga really felt that, wrote that, like, and he like he felt that, and he fucking 
had the vocab, had the fucking know-how to fucking say it in that way. Like, I couldn't, I could not, I didn't think, I couldn't think of saying it that way. Mend a broken heart, girl, if you can. That shit now don't seem like nothing. But I don't expect you to be capable. Right. Like, I know, I know that you might not know how, but if you can, come into my life and fix what I got going on right now. And then it's like, those are like, uh, you don't really hear bars like that too much on rap. Those are more like a fucking like rock lyrics type shit. Like they be saying real shit on rock songs because you don't really have to worry about rhyming too much all the time. And that's hard genre. to make that shit rhyme. Right. Like, he has oh, man. You know who produced this beat? Who? Pharrell. I never knew that. I, I damn near did know this. That is hard. And that makes sense. Beat, right? That's why this beat so fucking smooth. Like he, like, Pharrell knows music. Pharrell knows the chords that'll make you feel the way. And like, like having a connection, like, I think Pharrell, I think, I think Pharrell honestly probably had to have a really like, big. Pull, or at least I uh, help the direction that Max's career took as far as sound wise and, and smoothness wise. Cause he definitely did. You see that post that he he posted on Instagram? Who for real? Mm-mm. He definitely he definitely did, bro. Cause he said, uh, cause I mean, he said it was like back in whatever year. I I don't know. For some reason, I want to say two thousand nine. He said back in two thousand nine when we was uh, working on uh, uh, Pink Slime. He's like, I was kept telling you you could sing. And he's like, uh, but you didn't want to hear it. He's like, and now you're... Uh, this whole album He's is like, sick. now your most recent project... Uh, Projects. Had, he said, I had the most singing in the world. He's like, it's crazy. I had to... Uh, crazy, th- this is the time I'm telling you that. Love you, bro. Or something like that. Uh, so like, he definitely said that he influenced his singing. Yo, like, shout out de- to all the love that Mac Miller got yesterday. He got hella love. More than I even would have imagined, bro. Uh, J. Cole, uh, fucking... Wiz, currency, chance, currency. Uh, like honestly, I can't even possibly think of everybody because it's like Hello, almost every artist that I fuck with and fucking it, it, shit. It, I, I seen it, that. Look, did you see the little post I retweeted? Something like it showed like four different rappers like uh, said yeah, uh, like the exact same thing about how he took them on tour yeah. and stuff. Joey Badass was one of them. Yeah, ASAP uh, Ferg. Um and and. It just, it, I love seeing that no matter if Mac didn't ever get like a Grammy nom or uh, have his last album debut number one on the Billboard, it debuted number three with two really great albums ahead of it. Um, I it, I think it shows more to have the entire industry halt damn near for a day. Right. Uh, like the thing I was thinking about this morning actually is um, you don't, not everybody in in their life necessarily lives through one of these, but this is one of those like days that literally will be remembered in the hip hop industry. Like it, it's it's I, I wouldn't put it on the same level. I would never want to compare horrificnesses, but but like it's like the day Michael Jackson died. It's like the day Tupac got shot. Like it just had that that everybody stopped that was involved with this and is like, yo, we gotta mourn this dude like that was it i i didn't expect it to feel i mean i'd of course never expect it to happen but i never would have thought in a million years it would have been such an abrupt impact um and it, it made it made me feel great for him um to have literally the whole industry come together and pay respects to to legend like that shit really was crazy to me hella love lots of love out there right shit fried
He <laughs> said shit's fried. <laughs> it was just nah, cause it's like you said, like I didn't expect that shit either. I fucking I said shit fried cause like I fucking was sleep. And then I fucking uh wake up to that fucking shit. Motherfucker, I get uh get a text from you, get a text from my other nigga Chris. See shit on Twitter, I'm like, what the fuck? I, pr- I at first was- like I was literally sitting with my boy Adam and I just picked clicked on Twitter and actually um, Don's gonna roast. Hold on, but Mark Battles actually the day Mac Miller's album had came out, uh, had tweeted, "Wow, I really needed this album." And the first tweet I saw when I got on Twitter yesterday was Mark had quoted that same tweet and said, "Uh, this album really saved my life this year." Wow, R.I.P. And I'm like, what "The fuck is this dude on? Like, what is he talking about?" So I immediately click on the trends. I see Mac Miller's the number one trend. I immediately go to the to Google and I search Mac Miller and when I see an article on CNN I literally not even afraid to look like a bitch I started just crying real quick and my boy's like yo what's going on I was like bro Mac Miller is dead and like he's like no it's gotta be a hoax I'm like bro I'm on CN fucking N bro which we all know CNN's bullshit sometimes but as far as reporting a death they're usually gonna be pretty confident in that um so man, that shit was crazy. I know ne- uh, life's crazy, guys. Make sure you let your people know you care about them all the time. Man, so man, this, uh, good transition to fucking break the somberness is this next song. This is a fucking hard, grungy song. Red dot music. It's got action. And like on the t- it. the fucking title of it just initially lets you know you know red dot nigga you sniping for somebody you finna. Bust a cap at somebody's ass, nigga. So it's hard. Fucking, right. So this fucking... And I feel... This was that fucking... When you hop on the beat with fucking damn near Action Bronson, he rapped like the fucking technical shit, like I said, with Our Future. So fucking Mac was rapping that same way. Damn near got to the fucking match. It can't be rapping on no... Only as your neighbor's could, but it got a match. Uh-huh. Spitting. And this is like, uh, who's who's this produced by? This beat was produced by fucking, uh, who was it? Because this beat was cold. The I'm, Alchemist. That's why I, I, I could tell. Yeah. That's why I was trying to fucking think of I'm like, I could tell what the fucking sample is like. Fucking Alchemist and uh, fucking Harry Fraud. They're fucking nasty with the samples. And like, you can, now, like I, now that you say that, like, you can really tell it's a fucking Alchemist. Sample and with his drums too, he always got them nice little old school boom bap sound sounding drums. This shit go. Speed the drugs that got us thinking crazy shit. Groupie bitches wild enough, enough to suck, suck a baby stick. Fucking hook is crazy. Just for the sizzle, Gore-Tex in case of drizzle. Must be it the goes drugs crazy. that got us thinking crazy shit. Look Looking up its damn the clouds where the angels sit. They looking down, keeps me watching I'm dead. So how'd I get this red dot on my head? And then action goes. Bars. And like that hook, man, was just like <laughs> it's just showing this fucking like it sound like he's like it sound like he's not really saying much, but he's really saying like he said, I said it must be the drugs that got us thinking crazy shit. So he's saying there's drugs that got him thinking crazy shit. Groovy bitches wild enough to suck a baby's dick. Saying this for fucking, we got fucking crazy bitches around us. That are down to suck a baby. Go and take a diaper off a baby and suck their dick. That's how <laughs> no crazy filter. these bitches are. So it's like we get, we doing all these drugs. We got these fucking crazy bitches around us. Like he's fucking setting, he's setting the setting. 
Like he's letting you know where they're at, where where we're at at this song. Like what's the environment? He's like Check the taking you into where they're at with this song. Yo, and shout out to Action for always saying he fixed these games. I love that shit, bro. He says that on like two or three different tracks that he's done. He's fried. He is fried, but he can spit. Right, he's he, and he ugly as fuck too. <laughs> that's disrespectful, and that's not the kind of episode we're doing today at all. But uh, action, you're ugly, but you make good music. So sorry. Right, the demo got. I'm not looking at it. They got heli bars on this motherfucker. I didn't know they had so many verses. No shit. Bitch, I'm not enough. I'm hot as wasabi sauce and constantly giving y'all a bit of this ambiance. Mind of chasing vagina. None of my friends were fake, but none of my clothes designer. Bars, like, and then he breaks the flow down. I came from the basement. Now look at this view, making this money, blowing it all. Fuck what you did. Just show me results. Bars, like them is bars, and like you can't deny the bars. Then it's like it's crazy because like a lot of people like they never get to hear these bars because they don't listen to Mac. They don't want to dive deeper like I know like a lot of people they just don't listen to Mac they don't give him a chance and if you really listen to this nigga he can really fucking spit and and, and we, we keep talking over Action's parts and like that's no disrespect to Action, he, action he's spitting on this song but obviously we, we not here for, for Action today uh, <laughs> we here to talk about the greatness of Mac Miller and right. all I'll say is Action was spitting on this goddamn song right. I just I don't even care to break down those bars today <laughs> Because uh, uh, we're about to get into some funny shit, right, actually. A, Loaded Lux is going to come in and start talking some shit on the old Mac Miller. Right. It was Easy Mac with the cheesy raps. If you ain't heard Easy Mac, Mackin' ain't easy. That mixtape low-key got some fire on it. I'm not going to bullshit you, um, you but it's corny. Mackin' ain't easy. It's corny shit. It's way <laughs> corny if you can tell from Easy Mac, Mackin' ain't easy. <laughs> but yeah, he's... Beat goes hard. Max spitting again. It's got Schoolboy on it, who also spits. Spits. Yo. Hold on. Okay. He was spitting. Shout out Schoolboy Q and Mac Miller. They made some iconic. They made great music together when they got on a few tracks, but also as a dynamic duo of just internet content, Vine, and just they were hilarious and they were great friends. So shout out to Schoolboy Q. Sorry for your loss, bro. Sorry, Don was spitting that verse. Because that was, I just remember, like, that was one of my favorite parts because I feel like he really, like, the beat kind of, like, drops. So, like, listen to these bars. Like, I fuck when that shit happened. Like, Quinn Miller do that shit. No, bitch, don't want my dick, then she has to be a dyke. Ooh. The master feed me pipe. I'm a scotch on the rocks. You the apple teeny type. You a bitch. And, like, this hook was just some, like, silly shit. Suck my dick. Like, what? Like, if you, uh. Damn. Oh, I forgot to turn. Still fucking with these but like, uh, if you fuck with Schoolboy Q, you know he fucking fried. So it's like, it go with like the whole vibe, Schoolboy Q. My own Cali like Tone, hey. Young boy, but I'm, I'm chilling with, with some ground folk. Hey. No joke, most dope. dope. With you the just boss boss How much coke, coke you gotta sell to make a boat float? Hey. Hit him till Tell me no more. Okay. I'm a highly difficult roast course bars. On a chrome gold horse, say what's up to, to the Pope and pull off in a Porsche. Hey, this is that's all hard. Your first wars. I ain't on the street, but I grieve from the porch. Hey, I've been had hoes. I play sports. Okay, harassed at, at the, the bottom, bottom of her shorts. shorts. Hey, and like Bars. That, he killed that verse. And it, delusional Thomas started off and then passed it right to Mac. 
and Mac just went crazy. That's that's one of my favorite verses, honestly. Um, and <laughs> right, we not finna break down fucking Schoolboy school honestly goes too hard on this for me to take the time to break it all down because he has a really good verse, but I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. Bitch, fuck me as fuck, but everything me I came with MCA bag and a nigga with some weed in it. Two hundred I put backwards and we all live in bars. Fucking slipped up, but then was bars like. That's what I'm saying. Like he was spitting on here, like I couldn't even fucking keep up. You feel me? Like the nigga was fucking spitting on here. So I, this this was the song that uh kind of I won't say put me on Schoolboy, but like showed me okay Schoolboy can really can really spit because I never really gave Schoolboy that much of a chance. I ain't gonna lie. And the fucking way he ends the fucking song is fucking fried. And then uh, next song is produced by SAP and Larry Fisherman. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. This is a fucking banger. Um, I won't even need my my rap genius reference very much on yeah. this song. He said, I know this. And he's just rapping his ass off on this song. There's no content, really. Right. Till they come with content. content. But sometimes, like I said, you don't always have to tell a story. You don't always have to fucking... But the hook goes hard right. and he rides a motherfucking beat. Throw a couple, couple bad bitches in my casket. Hey. Think it's time for a revolution. Me and my dogs about to start a riot. So they're sleeping when I'm eating. You and your people are on a diet. Tim Allen off home improvement. Tell the gym, but we going stupid. I mean, this new shit. Hit right. the strip club. See some hoes that I went to school with. Oh, there it goes. And he, held, uh, he produced his beat with fucking uh, SAP. That's why the beat goes so hard. I fuck with SAP. He had another. He got. He got some songs with uh, Space Ghost Perp. Uh, and the way this like just this this like, whole beat. Like, like it's got those pauses in there. Right. Yeah. That like lets it like, just it. for impact, and then the beat comes yeah. boom and hits like the bass. Like drop. Yeah. And it, uh, like like I feel like like I know for a fact that like <clears throat> that was like Max' idea, like creatively, because I like like. Like I said, not a lot of people do that shit. Like, you hear some songs where the fucking beat drop, but, like, you don't hear, like, a lot of artists, like, constantly do that. And I feel like he's one of, like I said, Quinn Miller constantly does it. And I feel like Mac was one of the people that constantly, like, do that kind of, like, let beat drop, slow him down type shit. And I like that type shit. It shows your creativity because, like, I know, like, that... Like, most of the time, like, when you're in the studio, I know they're probably telling the producer, do this, do this. And, like... That just shows creativity to me. Like, I like that shit. And I, I like the way it sounds, too. Like, when the fucking beat drops. Right there. Like, like mm-hmm. right. And, and he's about wh- to start spitting, too. On my face, I'll bitch, your bank frog, Bernie Madoff. Educate y'all, then erase y'all. Ella Kuja, without the Kanga. Bars. But you're the best. I'm going to just light up this blunt. Bitch, love me long time. I don't know why she wouldn't. Here we go. Say my Dika win the Heisman. Yeah, I'm Charles Wilson. Bars. A couple million off the toilet. That's a lot of bookings. My bitch is gorgeous. Imported from the sword of Brooklyn. Coming from out of the burg. Bitch, I'm absurd. Yo, he never stopped repping his city either. That man is a true (laughs) Pittsburgh lover, bro. Still up in the Steelers games and shit. And I always always respect that because there's a lot of people who, who... Shit, MGK called Eminem out for when Eminem left Detroit. He said the last time you saw Eight Mile was from a treadmill. Like that, that's that's wild. That's not good. You can't let yourself get called out for not repping your home city, right? Yeah. Right. So it's Yo, just like fried. That that MGK Eminem beef is fried. I'm always down for some good diss tracks though, and I don't know if Don has listened to it, but MGK's response was actually MGK fucking bodied the shit out of Eminem. Yeah, bro. I don't. <laughs> that was the first time I really ever. I didn't know MGK could rap like that. If I'm being real, 
I didn't. Oh, I don't fuck with MGK like that. Me neither. And man, he can't. He, that that man had premeditated that too. He talked shit on Eminem for waiting six years, but uh, it seemed like MGK had been waiting for that moment too, because that was a really well put together tip. Right, he fucking yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing what the fuck uh, Eminem has to say because <laughs> you know he's gonna come with some crazy, stupid, crazy, wild Eminem like shit. I didn't even listen to that. You listened to that Eminem album? I did. I it, it's clunky. I mean, the thing is, the the problem with Eminem, I I still I still really fuck with Eminem. Like, and I like this new album. I didn't like Revival as much, but this album sounds a lot more like Slim Shady. Like he's aggressive. He's talking shit. He's got abrasive lines he makes a couple of different like he called Tyler the creator a faggot and he uh made like at least he said something about rape in there and domestic violence like, so it was like old school Eminem type shit content yeah. wise um but the problem is, is Eminem hasn't really matured yeah it's like he's still talking about the same shit which I'm cool with like that's the Eminem that I enjoyed his music back in the day so like if you can kind of come back to like the sort of shady aggression that he in my opinion hadn't had since he was doing blow like crazy <laughs> like it was kind of fun. Um, yeah, like the man used to be a wild card, um, but then he got way more tame and then revival. Like, it wasn't a good album, but I think it was a brave album. He was trying to say some real ass shit. Like, he was talking that shit, but like, the, the delivery just wasn't great. But like, don't let any of these people ever take away from what Eminem was for the culture and did and his music. Like, man's iconic. I don't give a fuck how many clunky albums he made. He still made all the other shit that he made. So. Yeah, I, I really only fuck with Eminem's first two albums, the Marshmallows LP and Slim Shady LP. But after that, I really like I fuck with certain songs off the other shit. Yeah, but I'm mean, fucking more a little bit more past that for sure. But those those two, the, especially Marshmallows LP, that is that's straight fire. I don't know. Hey, shout out Eminem paved the way a little bit for Mac Miller, so right. that's how we got talking about Eminem. Right. <laughs> so anyway, next song. Uh, this is one of my least favorite songs on here. What I will say is even just the, the title, though, tells you how he's rapping on here. Suplexes inside of complexes and duplexes. He, this is, he, he is technical on this song. Um, I think I don't like it because it has fucking, who, who the fuck is featured on here? Like fucking King Chip or something, maybe? Jay Electronica. Jay Electronica. He fucking sounds fried. He's fucking crazy. It's fucking fried. He got a, a Jay Electronica verse, though. He's, uh... Very blessed. Yo, I'll very, tell you what, though. Not very many people get those this verses. Is, this is something that I don't think as many people know, but when Mac Miller had made watching movies and then ended up going off the grid sort of for a while, one of the last things you saw Mac Miller do is actually this song, performing live with Jay Electronica, and he Mac fucked his verse up. Literally could not do his verse because he was, like, I'm pretty sure he was fucked up at the time. <laughs> um, and uh, he... Like, fucked up. Jay Electronica tried to, like, help out. And then just tried to start freestyling. Passed the back to... Or passed it back to Mac for freestyle. Couldn't spit anything there. And that was literally, like, the last performance we saw of Mac for the three-year break he took after watching movies. Until Good AM came out. Um, and, that, and that time he was working on getting sober and whatnot. Um, but that was... I mean... Until until now, unfortunately. But that was Mac's low point of drugs at that point. Um... And then he he got clean, stayed clean for, I, I think, over a year, damn near. He was clean, clean. Because um, I was watching an interview even up till in 2016 in September. Uh, he was on Breakfast Club. 
and he was still fully, fully clean and not even smoking weed. Um, so that just shows um, for somebody with that addictive personality how quick, how quick it can grab right. you again and take you right back down when something goes something goes wrong. Because at that time he was talking about divine feminine, so I'm in no way putting it on Ariana. But the breakup with Ariana was clearly right. detrimental yeah. to sobriety. It's not Ariana's fault. Right. Yeah. I think that relationship was probably toxic for her, as she said. So, like, I'm not... Don't... If you were one of the people who even thought about that, said that, fuck you. Like, that's terrible. That's fucking terrible. That it's was her, her friend. That's her friend for... It's her fault. Uh, he's, a na- he's an asshole, though. <laughs> it's her fault. But uh, they've been friends for a long time. You know she got to be hurting. Um, uh, yeah, and I don't think she handled it in a great way. I but think it's did. dirty how she went right with to another dude, but uh, man, bitches don't give a fuck about that. But don't 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 put it on her, guys. That's that's fucking lame. Um, but yeah, so that was his low point, uh, and then he came back strong with good AM, divine feminine, and swimming. Um, so I mean, no matter how low you go, guys, just know that you can always pick yourself back up. It's just a matter of sticking to it. It's not always going to be easy. Oh, shit. And now we about to get to the one that I was dreading the most listening to on this podcast. Um, I love this song. This song's always been one that when when I've dealt with when I've dealt with death, that's that's been tough to listen to. Um, But as I listened to this yesterday, it was hard. It was difficult. Um, But this is just this is a raw ass song. This is him giving you a full piece of his soul on this song. Right, anyway, his song is called uh, Remember, and he actually ended up naming his label after him, but it's off uh, about one of his uh, friends that uh, had passed away. Uh, Ruben Eli right. Mitrani, who's R-E-M, and the first three letters of Remember are capitalized in the song title for him. It was his friend for back in the day. Right, it doesn't really say what he passed from, but yeah, he passed away, and it's just like, that's just uh, like we said, he had the good mix of real songs and just feel good vibe songs and this was a fucking just a real ass song like he was like he came in talking about i hope you're proud of me dude i grew to be ingenuity influenced by your eulogy going through memories like they were movie scenes i know i've been the shit all these people full of me it's like he's just spitting that shit like nigga said i hope you're proud of me and he's like he's just talking to him like in a like he can't really physically talk to him but he's talking to him like saying, I hope you're proud of who I become. And it's just like, that was just start off the song. It goes goes deeper throughout the song. The end of the verse, he said, you had a girl. I kind of wish you knocked her up so I can meet your son and talk you up. And that's just like, that's fucking deep. Like, And it's, it's what's crazy is now Mac's friends are listening to this song. And this is exactly how they feel. Because Mac didn't have any kids. And, and it's crazy, man. That shit crazy. And he had, you know, he, he even rapped about it. He had abortions and shit. So it's like shit, shit crazy, man. Like just life, man. And the hook is nice. We'll we'll, we'll not talk to the hook next time because it's a nice, nice hook. Right. Um, and then. And I I like I like songs that fucking do that. Like from the hook, just like let you vibe in. Like it just let the beat ride out. Dollar signs when your friends start dying. Like, like how can he go? go? He was part lion. Life goes on, tears, tears all dried in. A couple, couple of years, years ago, bye bye then. Spitting, mm. and it's just like, please help me find my friend. I give you anything you need, multiplied by ten. Ugh. Spitting that real shit, man. like that shit that like literally just 
if you sit here and think about somebody that you cared about who's passed, like, tell me you don't want to fucking cry thinking about those lyrics. Like, like real shit. And just like, that's, that's what Mac was really good at. Like, as he progressed throughout his career, is like spitting that real shit, like you said, giving, giving you a piece of him, telling how he's really feeling. And it's just like, and it's just, uh, Sad that he had to be going through shit That he had to be going through all this shit Right So man it's just crazy He he definitely made that Made made music that could help other people Heal I feel like through his music Even though it unfortunately wasn't enough To help him heal But here we go Hey This is some singing This is uh like you said, on this album, he started introducing his singing. This was a good hook where he was singing. Yeah. And this is like, it's a real simple hook, but it's it's good. And then this song really, really rides as a musical outro. Talking about, yeah. Mm, guitar comes in. We just kids. Mm. And nothing at all. Talked about the life we live in West Virginia. Lost somewhere out in West Virginia. Like, that's just like a... Nice little hook to just match the beat. And just like, make you just like reminisce, think, man. Like you said, it don't even have to be just about, literally about this song, but just like you said, if you lost somebody, just give you like, damn, just remember the good times we had when we was growing up. If you ever lost a homie, just like, every, a lot of people can relate to this song. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, Next song, I fuck with this song because I, I fuck with songs about females. Yo, what he just said about if you got a friend that passed and there's something that's crazy about Mac and how, especially with our mine and Don's age group of people, is that like a lot of us really feel a little bit like we just lost a homie when Mac died because like right. we've literally been rocking with him since we were in junior year, sophomore year type shit of high school. Like, this dude got put on when he was 18 years old. Like, fully, like, nah, I won't say fully on, but like, on. This dude was on selling out shows at colleges when he was 18 years old. And we were already rocking with that shit. And we've come up with him, and it's just crazy. Like, he's been there for, like, I have vivid remembers of turning up that when my boy Adam was at (laughs) Ball State to, uh, to Mac Miller music, like, moving my shit down here, living in the first years of indie, like just consistent Mac Miller, like it's just always been there. And it's, it, and that like, it really almost hit. Like clearly I didn't really know him, but like when you really listen to his music, especially right. in the latter years, he does give you enough of him to where you feel connected. And there's so many things that he says that are just so, Oh yes, bro. I felt that, that you are connected. Like that's <laughs> why he makes the music that he makes to, to help people see, Light in dark times. Right. So yeah, it's just like that's crazy. How I reacted to that. <laughs> 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 it's just crazy, man. Just like it's just so sad, man. Like we just keep saying it, but it's just that's what crazy, man. For. Right. <laughs> so like I said, I fuck with this next song, "Someone Like You." It's like about a chick, and I feel like it's like a. This is like a almost like a. It's it's like about a chick, but I feel like it's also like a hopeful song type. Yeah, it's like I'm looking for yeah, someone like yeah, you. right. 
So but also, it could very well be a specific girl. Right. Like, I already had someone like you. It's right. just you. Yeah, because, like, it's like he changes, like, like the tenses. I, I can't, for lack of a better word, I guess, he changes, like, the tenses when he's fucking spitting, like, even. Yo, he's spitting. Right, he's, like, spitting, like, about a girl that he actually has. And then he, like, spits to a girl, starts spitting, like, in the same verse. And type he shit. changes his flows he, up on this to, shit. To, like, about a girl that he wants, that he's dreaming of type shit. He's technical as fuck on this song, honestly, too. Ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey. Wait. All these earthquake. Deep sleep. Diving into that cold lake. Ooh. Bitch to her toes. Telling me I'm a soulmate. Bars. And it's like, I like that. Like I said, that that shit, nigga said, <laughs> nigga said, fuck a bitch till her toes shake, telling me I'm her soulmate. Like, that was a good mix of some real shit and some, like, silly clowning shit. Like, nigga said, fuck a bitch till her toes shake. But uh, We all know what that is. <laughs> but she telling me I'm her soulmate. Like, it's some real shit mixed with some silly shit. Like, that's a great contrast just in all in one bar. And this hook. Then this left hook with is all crazy. of your hoes. Yeah. Hey. Life moves last, but baby, keep it slow. I never fucked up. <laughs> Open up your mind, start forgetting what you know. Hey, shit ain't been the same since you left me here alone. Hey, you hurt so good. Hey, girl, your loving hurts so good. We all felt that, right? You feel that, like man, like it could. It don't even. Uh, it don't have to be. No, it no. It don't me. have to be losing a chick. It and can this, be like just wait, like shit, like damn, I gotta do. Like I fuck with this chick so much, it got me doing everything for her type shit. So it don't even have to be losing a chick. Just like yo, love it hurts so good. You know what I'm saying? Yo, this is. He starts with some some juxtaposition kind of a. Double meaning here at the beginning. He said, "Love me, love me." That fentanyl it numbed me. And Beautiful, hey, it get ugly. Street. Turn you into a junkie. Fentanyl is what they put in heroin, in heroin folks. Like that so, he was like he like if you didn't you did he damn near explicitly stated it was like a low key explicit state because like if you with the heroin and you know what he's talking about then you heard that you like oh shit he talking about it right there but at the time like I uh, just learned about fentanyl. Like within like the past year or so, mm-hmm. so it's like I didn't even I didn't catch that. But now that I like that, literally the first time I just heard that and caught that, I'm like, damn, he was saying right there that this fucking heroin is numbing me. But that's, he and, also kind of compare he's he's comparing love and drug addiction as well right. in this line. He's talking about how love can make you feel numb as well. Like when a girl breaks up with you or whatever, and then Double beautiful it get ugly, turn you into a junkie. We've all been that. I don't want to say we've all, especially not in the, our, our grown men life, but we've all at that at some time been that person who's been hitting up a girl over and over or whatever who didn't want you or, or the girl's been doing that. Life. A girl's been doing that to you, you know? Uh, and that's like addictive behavior. That's like, oh, I can't go without talking to this person. Like, I'm just going to keep hitting them up till they hit me back. Like, that's addictive shit. That's a junkie on love, right. like straight up. Hey, that's a, that's, that's a, a bar. That's... Uh, and broke, it's, it's, broke, broke that, he broke that down so nicely, ladies and gentlemen. I'm good at that sometimes. <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy. It, it, going back and listening to all his music now has been wild. Um, hearing all the signs, hearing everything that's there, like a fentanyl line, um, right. doesn't sound so crazy for everybody, but from somebody who just overdosed uh, 
a potential overdose, which right. like generally said, speaking is going to probably end up involving heroin, sadly. Right. Um, generally speaking, not always. We, we'll find out. Um, and and, and oh, I want to put this out there in case anybody doesn't understand that I feel this way, because I've heard some people differ opinions. I do not at all believe that this is an intentional overdose whatsoever. I, I think he, I think he's been... I saw some people tweeting that they were like, oh, he's, he said he, he, you could tell he was depressed on the album. He probably didn't on purpose. It's suicide. No. Hell no. Fuck no. Not saying you should ever fuck with these drugs, but this man clearly been fucking with a lot of different drugs for a long time. Just did not. You just OD. Like, OD, that, and, like, and, and you never know, you never know, you never know what the fuck is mixed in that shit either. You don't know what stuff's cut with. Right. Because uh, fentanyl, fentanyl can, fentanyl can kill you very easily. Like, way they, they started adding that just in the last couple of years, I think. Because yeah. everybody got fucking too uh, used to just regular heroin. So they start cutting it with other shit, and you don't ever know what they're cutting it with. Um, so, clear, like, I, I know it barely needed to be said, but I wanted to put it out there. And if you think it was, fuck off. Don't be talking about it. Don't do anything <laughs> but celebrate the man's life. Fuck off. Man, so next song. Uh... Fucking Aquarium. And this was... Uh, I, I fuck with this song. Why the fuck ain't playing? This was a crazy... This was just a crazy... It's like, yeah, I can tell you I fuck with weird shit. It's kind of weird to me. This reminds me of like an old school... Like, I don't know, for some... For real, remind me of an old school like movie. I can't... Like, for some reason. I don't know why the fuck it reminds me of... Remind me of Matilda for some reason. I don't fucking know why. Me like Yo, me. I can kind of pin that. I can think of, I'm trying to think of where the music is. Uh, the beat's hard. Right. And I feel like it's like a, a simple beat. It was like just pretty much like a sample. And they looped the sample or whatever, chopped it up, whatever they did. And they just threw some drums on it. And uh, like and it's the drums kinda, that kind of switch up. This most. is, uh, Aquarium's kind of about um, how a lot of people are focused on like sports and celebrity shit rather than like uh, social political type shit um, oh shit cause in an aquarium saying. you're looking out at the world that's looking in well that's actually that's a quote from him he said you're inside this aquarium and then you're looking out at the world that's looking in then talking about it um which is what it is like you're looking into this celebrity world and talking about it all the time instead of just looking into your the, the real world and worrying about what's going on there Spitting. And I feel like I like these beats like when they like he's drop like you say it lets the beats right in and drops the drums in. I fuck with that. Like shit. it deconstructs and then reconstructs on right. itself. Right. And I know like I said, I I know he had a had a say in that, even if he didn't make the beat, I just know like him as a artist. Like he was like, which he did. This. He did make this beat. So okay, so see, he made the beat. So like I told, that just shows, and that's just another thing that really impresses me of artists and of him as progressing as an artist because he didn't originally make beats, but he wanted to venture and he wanted to explore, and he became great at making beats. I think, like he's, he made an some under, great I think beats. he's an underrated producer. Right. I don't nobody, there's nobody that's not like a real Mac fan, even realizes he produces music, but he's produced. He's I'd have to look, but he's produced songs that. That you wouldn't even think that he did. Like he's produced for a lot of people. He's a very talented producer. If you just listen to the Larry Fisherman SoundCloud ever, psh, that man was a good beat maker. I didn't even know he had his Larry Fisherman SoundCloud. Well, he just put beats on there. Yeah. 
they're not always like beats per se. Sometimes they're just like instrumental type shit. But it's not always like I mean, I guess really anything you can really rap on. Um, but they're not all like just what you would picture as a hip hop beat for sure. No, I'm just looking at one bar. It says we all search for for substance that drugs. Drugs you pain in the numbs. What? I just fucked up. We all in search for substance. That drugs you pain and numbness. Circumstances advance the second chances for this beloved. So he's just like he's like I said he's talking about shit right there, just explicitly stating like we all out here searching for drugs. He's saying, I guess he's trying to relate. It's saying we all I ain't searching for drugs, but. <laughs> But like he's just saying, like we all out here going for pain, and we all—I mean, we all going through pain, and we trying to figure out a way to numb it. And like shit, they say even alcohol is a drug. Like people that are alcoholics and everything. Like we all, all a lot of people going through shit, and they trying to find ways to escape it. And I just feel like he was just—that's what it's just what he's saying. He was just like we said, giving him, giving a piece of him, like being real on that shit. This—that was a real ass song, Aquarium. Uh, need to check that shit out. We didn't say too many of the bars. But, like, it was, that was a real-ass song, for real. <clears throat> fucking next song, though. This song fucking fried. Euphoria, I didn't really like this song. Nah, it's not one of my favorite songs. Um, like, I, I damn near, so at the concert, I damn near walked out on this motherfucker. But it's not even really a song. Because I think it's, like, one of the last songs, and this that's when I went and met Sid. But I didn't really, like... It's like a fucking, I don't really, like, he's kind of like... And to me, this one, especially right now, is depressing because the euphoria just makes me think of drugs and him getting real high. Not right. not just smoking weed drugs, <laughs> smoking weed, getting high, like, getting high. Um, and that's kind of what this slow makes you think of, like, somebody who can barely move sitting on a couch, you know, <laughs> like... It, that's literally what it has made me think of for a long time like just that and right, especially now um i don't even give a fuck we skip this song honestly right because um, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a short ass verse and then he says euphoria a bunch of times um so that's really all and, then, uh, and the bridge man he says now when you lay in my arms the pain goes away euphoria and i feel like that's like a metaphor he says now when you lay in my arms people shoot up in their arms Feel like he's saying when I put when I fucking shoot this shit up, the pain goes away. Euphoria. Yeah. Um, Crazy shit. Next. We can, yeah. Next. We can use the next. The. Uh, so the next song is Goosebumps. This song is one of my most proud. Uh, did you just restart it? Oh my god. Uh, the next. Yeah. Uh, I found this song. He had, he debuted this song at a concert, and I I was a huge Mac fan. And I was. I scour the internet for the people. Oh, yeah, I remember he, was, he was hype off this song. I, I, uh, I, I, I was like, yo, this song's going to be huge. I'd only heard it a live version, but I was like, I know he's spitting. I can tell it's hard. And then it, the album dropped. It's a banger. And he's rapping his ass off. <laughs> Thank God I learned how to add right my cash like that cocaine. Give me mo, Say give me mo. Don't worry about it. No <laughs> big titty hoes in my video. Classy bitch, don't kiss and tell. Smack your ass and then wish you well. Life sucks, better give him hell. Get money, fuck this. Ooh, hurt. <laughs> like he was, he was really spinning. And this is another one of those technical rapping songs showing his bars, like showcasing his lyrical prowess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's really showing he can fucking spit on here. And then the the pre-hook uh, is funny. It's talking about uh, when I die, bitch, fuck my hologram. 
Um, yeah, yeah, that motherfucker fried. Uh, I forgot about that. But it's also like it just the beats hard, the beat hits hard. Um, after this pre-hook, um, when this hook comes in, which the hook is hard, hard to me. Um, yeah, I've always really liked it. Um, and and just the way the beat comes it's in, on it, the drums start hooks. to build up to it. <laughs> Windows up, getting head, smoking blunts, everybody know what's up, I end up turning them bills <laughs> to sluts, cribs like a my boss, my bitch get my car washed, we non-stop my dick out, her jaw drop. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, but then in ver- verse two, he really starts spitting, honestly. Verse two is hard. I fuck with it. I fuck with this song, but it wasn't one of my... <laughs> It wasn't my favorite bonus song. My favorite bonus song was probably the OK. Of course. Don't fuck with Tyler. Tyler. And they, they're both spitting on that song, and it's it's more that kind of edgier shit that you you really like. They brand new with it, but this is just Mac proving he can rap rap on that hard beat. Hey, 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 hey. Girl, shake that body. Hey, get him back, 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 back. See, I fuck with this song. I love the way Mac comes in on this, too. It's such an abrasive hook, and then Mac says, What do we have here? People want to know how we can be that weird. How many hoes want to clean Mac's beard? Think I need that tear on a tattoo. My bitch sucks. She a vacuum. I fuck her in the ass every time I'm in a bad mood. I got a choice, but it's new. I hit it raw while I'm listening to Pat Poos. No respect, because you wear a V-neck. I mean stress pressure that could even make Keith sweat. I wish Narnia was on a GPS. I wish Rihanna. And I feel was like he puts this as a uh, bonus song because, like, it doesn't really. I guess one of those songs he's not really spitting about shit, and I don't really feel like. Like it's a good song. And he even, said, really, he even really says like right matches. here, album fills with all sad songs. Right. But this one that I can laugh on. Like right. he knows that the album's pretty introspective and real. Right. And like if he put this in the middle, it could literally change the entire perception right. of the album on your list. And like all of a sudden you're just. You're laughing and having fun in the middle of the album, and then you go right back right. to, um, we got a hey. Tyler. No ass flat in the back of my head. It's time to give me back some head. With the back of your head. Hey, that nigga was a douchebag. I'm a dickhead. Asshole. 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 I bought you dinner now. It's time to pay me back with my head, or I'm gonna have my little sister beat the back of your head. That was like that triple entendre, bro. That shit cold. What's that? A double entendre? Back of the head. Uh, I can say it's a double entendre, but like the way, like that shit cold. Like people don't really use those. Like if you listen to fucking rap nowadays, you don't hear motherfuckers using double entendres and shit like that. So that shit, that shit dope. And like people don't be respecting fucking Tyler's fucking. Rap, rap ability, but that nigga can rap too. I'm at IHOP, eat with Tyler, drink Coco and double team Mariah. Please, don't tell Nick. We were all watching movies at a Motel 6. Like, ha 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 ha. Hope Kendrick, fuck Gaga. If Madonna on the Kabbalah, then me and Snoop can chill and be Rasta. Don't need Prada to show you I'm rich. Pulling out the llama like, show me I thought this way he ended this shit was fried. Because I still ain't over my bitch. Because the whole time, you didn't know why it was right. called okay. Until, okay, the literally the last thing he says, and then you're just like, the fuck did I just listen to? The first I remember hearing that song the first time. I was just like, that shit was hilarious. And then the was this the last song, Claymation? Yeah. And then the last song on this album, Claymation. 
I fuck this song grew on me cause I didn't originally yeah. fuck with it. But I fuck with this vibe. Hey, eh. hey man. And honestly, shit. Benny Radio's verse is nice at the beginning. I, I think that's why I didn't fuck with the verse. I mean fuck with the song at first. But I, I, have fu- no idea I fuck who with is. this I fuck with this fucking hook. I fuck with this vibe. I fuck with this beat. I just didn't like it'd be like that sometimes like a, a feature or fuck up a song for me, but it grew on he me. He doesn't have a great sound for the song. Cause he, he comes in sounding kinda Oh shit! Yeah, hit that shit. Yeah, right. He sounds fucking fried, but I mean. But he is kind of spitting. Right, he is kind of spitting. I really just want to. I really fuck with Max verse. Yeah, and and the 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 beat. I really fuck with the chorus too. It's a bitches stay hating. This is claymation. Fucked up, get away. That's a vacation. Wanna get Wanna paid? Get paid? Who doesn't though? I'm gonna be a ghost, take a polar boat picture. And like, I, I fuck with, I fuck with hooks like that, where like he didn't, like he said, who does, like, the way they fucking change up the rhyme scheme, like the rhyme scheme, the last two bars, they don't really rhyme with each other, but like, when he's saying it, it goes. And I feel like Tyler Crater's good at that too, like saying shit that doesn't rhyme, but it still sounds good. Like, that's a skill, because not everybody can say shit that doesn't rhyme and it sounds good. And this song is just like it got a good ass vibe. Like this could have actually been on the fuck. This could have been a song on the album to yeah. me. Like the other two, not so much. But I feel like he could have put this on the album if he wanted to, for sure. Hey, by the pool with the sharks are swimming deep in. Don't sleep too much. Two minutes, I got to dream in. You, you can feel some good medley in here too. Right, and it's kind of like a feel good song. Like we said, like he's. Kind of like that's probably why he didn't put it on there, cause it was like the feel good songs that he had on there. They were more like uh, just uh, rapper rap rap songs rather than this is more like an introspective. Maybe he didn't think that introspective happy would match the tone of the album. I don't know. That's just where I'm going with it. Maybe. But shit, yeah, man, this fucking album was. A real good album. I remember I used to play this in my whip. Like I actually, I said I got the actual CD. Used to play this shit all the time. I remember, remember once Don was taking me home from work. I used to not have a car when I first met Don. And <laughs> Don used to have all his his CD collection in his whip. And uh, I remember do. I remember one time he put they put this one in. And we we're we we're bumping this riding down Michigan Road and heading back down towards uh, my house at 41st and Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Don. He gave me a lot of ride home. You gotta watch out for your. Uh, your people when they down. That, that's what's up. Right. Real man. one. So right, man. So this album, man, was fucking. I think it's a it's a classic album. It's it's one of those to me. Um, this is his best work, lyricism wise, for sure. Like the man was just spitting through this whole project. Cause then after this album, he started to graduate to this the the, the more slower um, sonic stuff. Um, not that he's not spitting on the. Divine Feminine or Swimming, it's just, it's not the same lyrical acrobatics. It's more of, right. it's an art, it, they're artistic projects, completely like, they're different vibe. vibe. Yeah, yeah totally it, different. This is, vibe. he is, there's lyrical acrobats on here. There is some top level, like, I have people always cut my head off for saying crazy shit like this, but like, Kendrick type lyricism on this album. Uh, like, I don't give a fuck if you don't agree. That's just my opinion. 
Uh, <laughs> Matt can spit with the best of them, and I think he showed it best on this album. Right. So, on to his most recent album. My regrets feel just like texts I shouldn't And uh most recent album is Swimming. So first song on here, man, like, so I, I've only listened to this, this album one time straight through. So this is almost a, admit, real, a genuine reaction from right, Don right here. Like, right. So, right. So us playing this is, I'm not going to be fully listened to, but this will be my second listen through, I guess. And uh, so, yeah, we'll play this. Fucking first song, Mac Miller Swimming, his most recent album, it's called Come Back to Earth. And like Don said on the last album, I think this track does a great job of just setting up the whole vibe that's gonna be gonna be on gonna be on what he's where his mindset is, what he's gonna be talking about, and the the, the theme of swimming. Every beat gives you that flow of like water, right? Um, like every single beat, like it is. And he makes a reference to that's, that's dope, being in water, being swimming, whatever, uh, in almost every song. In some way too so he did a great job staying on the theme on this album too right and it's like uh, I think too like that's why I didn't I didn't initially listen to this album because I had listened to this song and I, it wasn't my vibe at the time like you said it's a good that's what I like about intro songs like good intro songs like they tell you where the fucking album is headed like the kind of sound that's gonna be and like just at the time that wasn't the vibe that I was going for so I didn't listen to it until uh, the other day. But yeah, like I actually, that make it seem like I didn't fuck with the song, but I actually fuck with the song. It's just like I said, it was my vibe at the time. But then I went back and listened yesterday, like I was saying, and I really do fuck with this. Like I fuck with the slow, the slinging, uh, slinging, fuck, the slow singing. And just like, he's just like, almost like an instrument in with the beat. Like his voice is almost like an instrument because like, it's not really there's no drums on here I don't think no and and he really he says some shit in here too uh, so I, I was drowning but now I'm swimming through stressful waters to relief oh the things I do to spend a little time in hell and what I won't tell you I'll probably never even tell myself and like that's a hard line right there is like he's what he's saying is like things that I wouldn't come out right and say to you that I've done or whatever there's no way I'm telling myself and being honest with myself about those things. And that is a recipe for that's just that's how you have demons. Like really, like just not uh Jesus. Ohio right. State went crazy on Rutgers fifty two to three. Right, and then like uh, on the hook he says, uh my grass look look just like texts I shouldn't send. And I got neighbors, they're more like strangers. We could be friends. I just need a way out of my head. I'll do anything for a way out of my head. And that just shows, like, man, people be going through shit, man. And it just shows, like, he just, he, that's why he was doing the drugs. Like, and, like, like, heroin is notorious for being one of the drugs that, like, people that are depressed take because, like, they get so fucking, like, so fucked up. They get so high, like, they really, like, are like a zombie almost. Like, they, like, they're so high they not they literally forget about their problems and everything. Like they be that fucking high. So that's why they do it. And it's just like that just shows like we said, look, he had the fentanyl line in the previous on the previous album. And it's just like right now he was just showing like nigga was saying, I'll do anything to get out of my head. So I mean, 
I mean, I feel like to me, he's alluding to, man, like I'm doing these drugs just because I'm trying to get away from this pain. Like he just trying, tired of thinking the same shit. And that's how it should be sometimes, man. We be going through shit. You just be want to fucking be done thinking of shit. <laughs> but you can't control it, really. And that just sad shit, man. He had to turn to fucking, uh, had to turn to drugs and shit, man. But, uh, that was, like we said, that was a fucking good ass song. And that was a good fucking transition, uh, into the fucking first real song on there, I guess. We don't want to call it intro real song, but Hurt Feelings. Hard. And this was one of the songs I really fucking like. Like, this song goes for sure. And when you're talking about real shit, once again. It's got that it's got that thump in it that I like. Like, it's a... He's spitting that real shit on it, but it's got that bump. Like, that's... I think he talking That's a good combination. I think he talking combination. about... Uh, like, the, a lot of this is... This song is like the stresses of celebrity a little bit. Um, everything being scrutinized. Everything on your shoulders, etc. Um... And he just spitting. Um, I love the hook. Man. We was getting lifted. Now we getting paid. Ooh. Shame on you. Hey. Man. I hope you guys can fucking hear this. Because this is like... I'm really like enjoying this fucking song. Because like this was one of my favorite songs on this. I remember when I heard it. Like I immediately fucking knew... I was like, oh yeah, this motherfucker is gonna be one of my favorite songs in here. And he's just like spitting. Hold on, where we at right here? Putting way too much on my shoulders. Please hold me down. Hey. I'll keep my head above the water. My eyes is getting bigger, so the world is getting smaller. Yeah. I've been getting richer, but that only made me crazy. My, I was different even when I was a baby. That Man. Mercedes through the PA when I pull up, sounding like a concert or a monster truck. Oh, but I'm, I'm falling up. Hey, oh, we said it wanted oh, all, but not enough, man. But yeah, he said some shit. Bar, in he said I, I always said I wanted all, but it's not enough. My bad. I ain't mean to oh, fucking cut you off, but like that's that's just a bar right there. Just I feel like that shows another thing that was just straining on him. Another reason why he might have been doing drugs, like he just said, I always wanted all. Just like he might, he feel like it just ain't never enough. Like he'd never. I don't know if he's never satisfied or he feels like he can't ever satisfy the people, but he just whatever. Or both. Right, or both. He just feels like it's just never enough. Which I think that's something we can all empathize with and we've felt, whether it be at a job or right. with our parents back in the day right, or whatever. Like, like, can I do anything yeah, right? Yeah, like what can I do that's good enough for you? Um, but uh, for, for celebrities and musicians, it's all on a different scale. Um, right. There's a very, I don't think a lot of people understand what a vulnerable feeling it is to let he- people hear something you've created Man. especially on a scale where it's worldwide um and at one point in his career at the beginning he got a one out of ten from somebody like that's yeah. just a, it's a vulnerable place to be especially when you're sharing real shit like shit that means something to right. you um shit you really going through and then somebody to fucking criticize that or whatever that's like shit that was real shit at the time, man. Or not even just at the time. That was real shit. So it's like, I can see how that could, as an artist myself, I can see how that could fucking fuck you up if you like, you really proud of something, and then uh. somebody fucking shit on you or something. Like fuck, like I really fuck with this shit. 
And this motherfucker really think this he, shit trash. He just said something I know Don felt because he even tweeted it while he was listening to this album. I've been going through it. You just go around it. That's hard. Right. Right. Um, and he said something else earlier. He said, respect the outline. Don't fuck around and be a victim of your pride. Why you lying? Tell the truth and step aside. I ain't got time to let it slide. I'm too grounded. Push with the move mountains. New crib. Blue fountains. These are my surroundings. I've been going through it. You just go around it. But it's really not that different when you think about it. Hard. Right. And like the fact, like I said, I really felt that. I said I really felt that bar because, like, like I said, I'd be going through it. You just go around it. I feel like there's a lot of people, like they don't get songs and shit because they ain't never went through the shit. Y'all just see it from the outside. Y'all like you ain't never had to experience this. Like you might have seen people go through this shit. Like you might have been around it, but you ain't never had to go through this shit. And I know a lot of people, man, like they ain't never had to go through no heartbreak. So they can't, they can't, they can't relate to the songs talking about heartbreak. So they don't feel them songs like that. But if you ever been through heartbreak, like I said, you can relate. Like I've been going through it. You don't went through that shit. So I know, you know what I'm saying? I know what Mac is talking about, but the people that ain't never went through it, they just going around it. They might be around it, but they can't never really feel what he talking about. You can kind of feel it, but you ain't never going hundred percent feel it. If you ain't been through that, that's just 100. 100. Which leads into the next song, What's the Use? Which is got a great beat. Um, it's got a bass, a great bass line, a bass guitar line that you need to listen to by Thundercat. Thundercat goes fucking nuts on the Shout guitar. Out Thundercat. Um, it's got guest vocals. Somewhere on, from, uh, Snoop Dogg has guest vocals on this song that I really haven't peeped, to be honest with you. I guess it says Snoop was on Snoop and Wiz. They had this fucking sample from Mac and Devin. It was on the last song. Oh, shit. At the end. And, I, and uh, your boy Sid from the internet has guest vocals on this song, too. Uh, during the hook. This sound, and I, when I was listening to this song. Oh, do you hear that bass, though? It's, it remind me of a, uh, of that, uh, uh, what's that nigga name? Fuck. Uh, God damn it. He got a song with, uh, I think he got a song, he got a song with, uh, Domino Genesis called, like, Dapper. Fuck, what's that nigga name? He's a, ah. Not ringing a bell. I'm fucking shitty. It sounds like a beat, uh, God damn it, I'm about to look it up. I'm shitty, I can't fucking think of this nigga Yo, name. once he starts spitting, though, he's, he's flowing on this song. And the hook's nice too. It's uh, a Anderson Pack or whatever his name. It sounds like an Anderson Pack oh, type beat. Oh, that, okay, I feel that. Cause like he got this little like it's kind of like a. Max old, got a song with Anderson Pack too. Dang. Yeah, it's kind of like an old schoolish uh, vibes type beat. And like he, they always got like the bass on their shit. And I can show you how I seem what it truly, truly might be. Nothing that you know of. Hey, y'all need to hold up. So A above and beyond, you take drugs to make it up, way up where we on, special shuttle Elon. Ooh, fuck when we wake up. This is hard. The flow is so hard on this song. Right, this is a smooth ass song, and that's why I said like that Anderson Pack, like that's the type of shit like he had, like this like smooth little vibey shit. And like I fuck the fucking hold on, the hook. I yeah, really- so it's chorus is Mac and Snoop singing. So we gotta listen closer for Snoop's vocals in. Right. This is the one I was looking at. My bad. It wasn't the last one. Right. I'm about to listen for Snoop. Oh, yeah. If you listen close. Ooh. He did a great job of layering vocals in here. 
I don't know if I don't know if I mean I think it's got an old school vibe to it. The way he layered vocals in here uh, reminds me of Kanye. Uh, just because like I'd never heard. Uh, I just love that full sound, and that full sound reminds me of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Just because in that song, in that album, every song has just layers of vocals, and Mac did that a lot in here, where you can tell he even recorded himself multiple times and layered his own voice in there, and uh, it just makes it sound really full when you do that. Right. And like, hold on, what is he spinning right now? Oh yeah. Hold on. They hungry. Look how far we came. Ooh. Hey, worry my brain. It's turned a hurricane. Ooh, spitting. Say, hey, bitch, cut him out the frame. Bars. And like when he said, uh, what the fuck he said? Look how far we came. They still throwing dirt on my name, but it ain't never worried my brain. So we just saying shit. Shit, we done came a long way. Motherfuckers still hating. They been hating. Fuck them. It don't, it don't matter to me. And that shit, that was a good contrast to like the previous songs. You know what I'm saying? We spin all that real shit. I feel like this is a, this is like a, obviously a feel good type song. It had like a, a little vibe, a little dancing vibe. Kind of remind me of the fucking. Got a bounce to it. Right, it reminds me of that fucking dapper video where they fucking skating around and shit. I get it's like a good little vibe to it, and like you were saying, like the song, uh, the album has some hopeful songs or whatever. Gave you like you didn't think Mac was gonna go down this road, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this is one of those songs that I assume he was talking about had like a good hopeful vibe to it. And I think even some of the more somber songs, like, just have optimistic parts, um, to where like you think. I mean, he's still hurting, but he's doing all right. He's trying to get better. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think that's still true. I think he was just working through it, but still going through it. Right. So, this song, Perfecto. Got a good vibe for sure. Um, I don't, um, don't think this was one of my... It was a cool song. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't really uh, one of my favorite. I did fuck with the beat. But it just wasn't my one of my favorite songs that I was listening to. It wasn't one that stands out. I mean, I, now as, as I listen to it, it's definitely a good song. So, I mean, I can see it growing on me. But when off of first listen... And I think if you read with it, too. Or I just remember off first listen, it wasn't one of my uh, favorite songs. But right, you, as I'm reading some of the lyrics... Hard as it gets. Ooh, come and collect it. Holding my breath. This ain't what I expected. Don't get to death. Pulling my heart in my chest. The cards all on the table. I'm calling it. Don't say it. I swallow it. Man, offense of a line. Adding up what's on my mind. Hey, feet up on the clouds. Head on the ground. Hey, we going down. Bet you know me now. Hey, hey. Treading water. I swear. Here's the water on this song. Right. So it goes back to the whole theme of the album. The water, like you said. We should, I guess we should have broke that down. We can break that down more. Try to find the water themes as we going. Because he's like, uh, like Chris just said, he kind of kept that whole theme throughout the album. Obviously, since the fucking album was titled Swimming. But like this hook is just so, I like the singing on the hook. His singing voice has gotten so much better. Right. The years. For sure. And he still, as far, uh, he still hasn't, he never had a vocal coach or anything. He's working on it himself. He's a master of his craft. He's a, right. he's been working on it. And shit, I mean, the vocal cords are a muscle, so shit, just take practice. Just gotta work them out. Just like anything. Say it with 
The homies like it's cool, like I'm just trying to play it cool, Jay. Hey. What matter? Pure than alkaline. Bitch stuck on album time. I get up out of shine. Hey, fly on the wall. Shit, I was bugging. Hey, busy getting withdrawal. I keep that coming. Hey. Like bars, like that was bars. Nigga said, fly on the wall. Shit, I was bugging. Fly on the wall, bugging bars. Miss me like you getting withdrawal. I keep that coming. Like we going through withdrawal. You know what withdrawal is. We ain't got to explain that. So them is bars, man. Like he was spitting on this song. I just, I'm impressed. I have to say, like you said, after reading it, it's definitely a better song than I initially. Can't always get it all on the surface level on the first listen. Right. And that's why I said I'm going to have to go back and definitely sit with this album. I'm definitely way more familiar with the first album. Yeah, that was his one. Right. That's my shit. This next song, fucking Self Care. Yeah. This song. Right. I'm going to skip that. Try to save a little time. (laughs) Self Care. This is is one of the iconic songs off of this one. And it's, it's, it's... what it's about. This one, this is one of your about. favorite songs? Huh? I said, was, you said this was one of your favorite songs? For sure, it is one of my favorites. It's in my, there's like three that were overly standouts to me on the first listening that have really stuck anyway. Um, and this is one of them. And it's just about self-care, taking care of yourself. Um, right, man. But he killed it. This beat's amazing. Right. Who made this beat? And it says, uh, it's by Nostalgic, the Beat Plug, ID Labs, and I think Mac. Mac was executive producer on it. And it says he was reflecting on how he was perceived by the public. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. After the, after the, and yeah, shit. and the breakup. Mm. Oh, you fuck with JID. I do. That's your man's right there. Yeah, bro. He's very good. That'll probably be in the next episode, folks. Don't sleep. I feel like it's like his verses are kind of short. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this wasn't one of my favorite songs. I definitely know because I don't really, I don't know. Nothing's really like I don't know. Nothing really standing out to me to be honest from this song. If you watch the music video, the music video definitely. He's got a video. Yeah, it's a really great music video. It starts off with him like stuck in a. He's like literally in a. It's really creepy now. But he's basically in a coffin, buried. Yeah. And um. He ends up breaking out of it at the end when the beat changes and shit. And it's just really hard. Like, it's like a rebirthing moment. Um, it's not the most lyrically dense song or anything. Yeah. I just think it's got a great vibe to it. A uh, great feel. And especially once the beat changes, it, it's crazy every time. But the, the verses in this song especially are very short. Right, that's what I was looking at. It's like eight bars down there. Maybe twelve. Nigga said he breaks out of fucking coffin. See, I don't fuck with that shit. I don't fucking be playing around with that shit. I've been losing my, I've been losing my, I've been losing my mind. Get the fuck out the way. Watch this how to play. So this song definitely longer than I expected. Hey. Mercedes drove me crazy. I was speeding. That's hey. a real reference to his wrecking his G Wagon in the DUI. Somebody saved me from myself, yeah. Self-care. We're gonna be good. Hell yeah. yeah. They 
letting me cook. Ooh. That's cold. Yeah. I always love this part, though, because now we we head into the beat change right now. This is the last chorus. It goes into the beat change. And like I said, in the music video, the, the beat change is a big moment. And it really is in the song, too, like as you hear it. Right. I do fuck with beat changes on songs. Mm. And just the way he's singing at the end there. I just feel it. See a little different. Thinking too much. Yeah, I just got fucking sidetracked fucking uh shitty. Yeah, I did. I did fuck with this. See, I never thought this. I feel like I thought this was like a different song. Yeah. Yeah. I it did. Fuck, hard. It is hard right here. Cause I did. I remember I fuck with that Oblivion part. Kind of remind me of like uh, some. Uh, uh, He's singing on this verse. Right. Cause like, remind me. Of, damn, I'm getting tired again. Remind me of fucking uh, like some young thug type of almost. Like I could see like Young Thug saying some shit like that. Let's go and travel through the unknown. We play it cool, we know we fucked though. And this part just kinda like I think talking to a girl a little bit. But I can't tell for sure. It's safer there, I know there's still a more Alright, guess fucking sidetrack. My bad, ladies and gentlemen. Had a fucking. So I'm in this fucking stupid ass Madden League. And these motherfuckers be fucking on your dick about fucking playing these games, goddammit. Had to fucking hit this nigga back. But anyway, man, like this whole fucking song, like I said, I didn't initially fuck with it, but then like. <clears throat> That beat change, and it go to that whole dip. Like, this is a fucking, this whole fucking beat and the whole fucking vibe. Like I said, though, Oblivion, that shit cold. Yeah. Like, I have to say, this motherfucker was hard. Yeah, that, I live for the beat change in that song. It just comes so quick, so suddenly, and just redefines the whole, the whole vibe of the song, really. Right, so the fucking it next song, wings, right, I goes think. in the fucking wings, and I don't think this wasn't this was one of my favorite songs on here either. Nah, it sounds like this one's one of them though that he kind of healing a little bit. Yeah, you could tell this is a real ass song. You can just from the even the beat, you could tell like the way it just came in, like no drums. Like a lot of time when he coming with the no drums, he about to really. Spit some real. The, the, the bass does come in here, so. But it's still minimized. It's still a minimal beat. Right, because it's like, it's not like the 808. Like, it's like a, it's the boom back. Yeah, and it's, it's just a kick drum it, type shit. It's just shit. something to, to keep the beat, the yeah. flow. Something for him to, to give flow you, over. Yeah. Like, this is one of those beats that they want you, that the artist wants you to listen to what they're saying. Right. For sure. And he still got them little intricate little sounds in the back to like add a little something to it like a almost like a 
Probably just some type of synth, but it sounded kind of like like some strings almost. The pre-chorus is hard. Actually, I remember I did fuck with song because I fuck with like this like vibe, and it's like some real shit. Like talking about just uh, sit there, just think. Type I put shit, some money on forever, saying like he'd like to put money on being with somebody forever. I think or being sober forever or ha- happy forever. But don't like to gamble on the weather, cause like like the weather, his moods, his 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 happiness is fluid. Uh, right, and that's what I think he's saying. I don't like. I'd like to put money on for put money on it, but I don't like to gamble on shit that I can't guarantee. Right, uh, and that's fucking hard. Right, like, and he's fucking like singing and shit too. This shit like it's just a, it just matches the whole vibe of the album. And then like we talk about the the water theme, the swimming, the weather. That just goes all with the fucking water theme. And he about to say water right at the beginning of this verse, actually. Water my seeds till the flowers grow. Water team right there. So I mean, that's low key shit, but right. And he just said, I don't really know how the normal shit go. Just saying that his life, like he done, he's so far gone into the fucking celebrity life. He don't know what normal is anymore. That's some deep shit. Just keep to myself, get what I need, and then I'll be out. All I want, all I need, and that don't include your time and company. Follow me, we on the up and up. Remember when I owed a hundred bucks? Now I look around like, what the fuck? If you don't fuck with me, you're fucking up. And I was just on them cocky lines. Like I, I like how he, I like how he can do that. Like it's a real ass song, but he can throw in that little bar. Little clown and little cocky shit. Shit, if you don't fuck with me, you fucking up, like, type shit. And it also can go with the whole feeling of, like, the... If you're talking about a female type shit, if you don't fuck with me, shit, you fucking up. Because I'm that nigga type shit. So I just... I, I love how creative and how Mac was able to switch shit up and do shit, different things, all in one song. Because not a lot of people can do that. To be 100 And this is vibe man This is a good ass vibe man This is one of those That really When I listen to this one It really makes me Sit here and like Think Just think Right That's why I said It's a good song Just think Sit reminisce Like the vibe Like Blow you up a blunt Listen to this one Like not a lot Not a lot going on On the beat So it lets you like just vibe out, you know what I'm saying? But then I went to the next song. I actually, I'm pretty sure I fucked with this song. It was Ladders. He I, did this song on, uh, I think, the Colbert show, uh, like, last week. And is that so fucking crazy, his, man? His, like, this man he, was just out here two he days kill, ago. He kills his, he kills live performances. That <sighs> man Don already said. When he's on stage, that's his, that's his element. Right. But it all comes falling down. When the night, meet the light, turn the day. That's hard. Right. Can't stop. And you won't stop. All right. This, and it's got that little feel. single type sound to it, too. Oh, it's like got this jazzy. Funky. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Like, yeah. Like I'm saying, got that little like vibe to it. Like, like good, this little, man turned good little feel good vibe. Uh, man. Feel it a little. Feel it a lot. Here we go. Swimming a bit. Deep in the thought. Hey, keep on my head. This a, hey. Some shit, shit I'm out of the box, box. Mm-hmm. hey. When this beat comes in right here too. Right when that beat drop, 
Like I said, I fuck with that. That's probably one of the reasons why I really fuck with this song. Mm. And like it got that, like I said, it got that Anderson Pack vibe, little feel good vibe to it. Which but really, I think, is the vibe that Matt kind of fell into. If you really listen to Divine Feminine yeah. and this album, like he on that groovy, funky, right? Uh, I I don't even I don't know a little bit of like Frank Ocean-ish inspiration in this shit too yeah. like to just like let the beat do its own thing like right. and you fill it out you don't have to be doing too much in order to make great music right of course he doesn't have the vocals that Frank has obviously right um, oh, yeah I th- I, you're right I feel like Frank is really good at that and Chance I think is good at it too um, and finding those medleys I think Chance is great at finding medleys obviously that's literally what Chance does right when it all comes falling down and I feel like this, this, uh, that hook, like it's like, uh, is a good, I feel like it's almost like a contrast to like the, the beat. Cause it's not, I'm like, it's not a negative hook, but it's like, it's not, I don't know. It feel like it's not the most positive hook. And Mac, Mac, uh, he, he, uh, orchestrated these, these horns right here too. For this beat, he wrote this horn part just to show you how diverse this dude's talent. So he didn't play it, but he he wrote it. You said Mac wrote these horns. Wrote the horn part. Yeah. That's what's up. He started getting orchestral instruments in. Like that's what I'm saying. Like this man's production. Right. Like he up. really. Like he worked like on every bit of his music, craft, right? yeah. leveling up every album. Everything got more sophisticated every time. All right. That and that's. Every every project every sounds different. Like every project sounds different. Like that's what's crazy is everyone has a different vibe. Ah oh, man, right? And that is not easy to do. That's like shit that Kanye dud did dud. <laughs> Kanye dud dud. Kanye did. <laughs> Mac does it. Tyler's definitely done it. Uh, Kendrick's done a good job <laughs> of that for the most part. Um, like it's it's not easy to do to make diverse sounds because look at a motherfucker like Juicy J, Two yeah. Chains, people who have Lil Wayne, people who've been very successful but have that pretty much the same sound. Look, don't right. hit me with Lil Wayne did the rock stuff. That's yeah. not that's not the Lil Wayne we talking about. Motherfuckers, I mean, motherfuckers will try to say his shit do sound like his earlier shit sound a little different, but in the defense of your argument. I'll say he just it's the same more style. like more more or less like he would just always rap sound rapped on the ripping, sound of the time. And so he's like just those ripping are the, the sound, bars. Those he's are just the, ripping bars. He's not ever talking about shit. Right. I mean, he he got some songs like that fucking single. Single is my shit. Is I'm single. Hey, I'm single. Like, and uh, I'm not a I'm human being. Cold. That yeah. song's also got. Hey, I actually that album cold. I'm not a human being. In uh, I'm not a human being too. Pretty yeah. sure they both have some. Uh, eventually we'll songs get. We'll get eventually we'll get some wheezy in here. There's just a lot to choose from on that front, and we want to wait till he announces the Carter Five release. Right. Unless he wants to just drop it on us like Eminem did his Kamikaze album. That'd be dope. Do it for the culture, Lil Wayne. Just drop yeah. it on us, goddammit. So then, fucking next song, I know I fuck with this song. It's Ooh. called Small Worlds. The world is so small till it ain't. And I fuck with like this sound, like it uh, it reminds me of uh, it reminds me of, like it's some psychedelic type music. I don't know, mommy's like, you know, my I ain't never done shrooms, but it like would make me if I had ever done shrooms, it, I feel like. 
this song would be like a type of song that would play when you on shroom just walking around like on some fucking st- stupid shit like <laughs> fucking seeing all types of crazy shit like this seemed like a type of song like some fake shit could happen to <laughs> <laughs> I've done shrooms guys I would like to listen to this song on some shrooms so it seemed like a type of song that some fake shit could happen so I don't know it's kind of like a I can't explain the beat but he was spinning on this motherfucker too where we at Together, me being rich was so lonely. Bars, you never told me being rich was so lonely. From this five star hotel, oh, right, damn, they said nobody know me. Oh, well, hard to complain from this five star hotel. And that show, and I and I had to say, I'm one of the people guilty of thinking like this, but like, uh, people think, like, well, shit, these motherfuckers rich as fuck. What the fuck, these niggas gotta. Be fucking sad about blah blah blah, but these motherfuckers, I guess they still go through shit, man. Like I can't understand it, cause shit, if I have half of my problem, all my problems, damn near, if I have any problems, are damn near financial. So I can't, I can't until we, I get to the point where you are, yeah, you don't have no fucking financial problems, you have other problems, then you can't really understand. But all my problems right now are financial. What I- so for these niggas to be rich and then be complaining about shit, it's like fuck, bitch, you rich, so shut up. What I. I think I might have said a little bit to Don, but what I've said to some other people on this is like, we can't really fathom what it's like to go through shit as celebrity because, uh, as Don said, like he he's gone through a bad situation with a girl as of recently, and uh, in the spotlight, and like if you are Mac Miller, think about how that is. You break up, it's in the headline, it's a Twitter uh, trend, then. Oh, she's with Pete Davidson. That's a trend. That's a headline. Oh, you got a DUI back. That that's, that's a trend. That's a headline. Like, there's no place for celebrities to heal adequately because everything is in their face constantly. And if they try to just, like, go enjoy themselves, oh, Mac, how do you feel about Ariana and Pete? Blah, blah, Like, how do you fucking think he feels, honestly? Like, why are we even talking to him about that shit? You know how he feels. We've all fucking been there and seen our ex with somebody else. So shut the fuck up. Right. You sound stupid. Like, and that's why I think it's easy, not easier, I guess, hard for celebrities to to heal and why we see these musicians and when I go through this because there is no place for them to really release it, release it all. I mean, other than the music, but uh, just fucking... Probably fumbled the snap on fourth and goal. That's uh, um, Scrub. <laughs> just the, the, there's always somebody in their face, so there's no way for them to really deal with everything. And I think that's why, because it would just be hard to to be able to compartmentalize it. All right, we're um, talking about beat switch. This was a amazing beat switch. I love piano. Yes. I don't know. I love chords, all that shit. And I fucking he switched the beats, start playing some piano, and it's just like I love that shit because I've he's probably. Did he produce his beat? I feel like he probably did. No, Carter Lang and Timmy's. Okay, because it's fucking, uh, like, I fuck with the piano, like, really playing that shit. Like, not just fucking looping some shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, this motherfucker really playing the shit. And I fuck with that shit when, like, people, like, rapping over. Aja, Aja Grant was on the piano. John Mayer was on guitar on this song. Right, so, like, see, like... That just Mac shows, was like, executive producer, so he actually he was in he the pro- still. Right, so he fucking so that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I knew he had some hand in this. Like, I knew like, like he had this sound, and I like, like I said, I love a motherfuckers just rapping over 
piano, not even on have uh, any drums. Like Quinn Miller be doing that shit. I know I keep dropping Quinn Miller, but I fuck with that shit. Like rapping over piano, no drums. That shit dope as fuck. So then, uh, so we just it just uh, transition to this next song, Conversation Part One. This song is kind of confusing to me as far as what he was. I think he's trying to get something across for sure. Um, I think it's honestly like a conversation with yourself. Like it's kind of in your head conversation um, is, is what I've got from it. Um, but it's a, I like this song. Um, good little beat. Right. He I didn't. Motherfucker. I like it was a cool song. I remember it was like I said, it was one of my favorites. Like it like, gets lost in the shuffle. There was a couple like my favorites. I know for sure uh, was fucking uh, Small Worlds, Hurt Feelings. Now that I was listening to it, that Perfecto, the second half of that motherfucker was cold. But yeah, this wasn't one of my favorite ones. Conversations Part One, and definitely it wasn't one of my favorites. I remember when I was listening to it, he was he was talking about some shit for sure. It just, it wasn't, let me look at these lyrics. It wasn't really, it didn't really have the impact on me as much as the other songs that had. It didn't make me feel as much. But he was definitely saying some things. Let me uh, pull out a couple bars in here. Uh, uh, we ain't on the same shit. That, that's a fucking hook. That hook is cool, though. He said, we ain't on the same shit. No way. You ain't from my planet. We don't speak the same language. This is an occasion. Damn. I feel good and they hate it. So that just shows like he's, that was a good little bar for me to stop on. He said, I feel good and they hate it. That just shows, I guess, how he was feeling. Because like a lot of people, they hate on motherfuckers when they just feeling good like celebrities. They don't want to see motherfuckers happy or whatever. They don't want to see you doing good. So motherfuckers see you doing good. They hating on you. And like that can just show that's another thing that can weigh on a person. Like shit, I'm out here think I'm doing good and I'm still motherfuckers still out here hating on me. So... That's just a, like you said, that's confusing. That could be part of the conversation he's having. So is this like a, you think it's like a conversation with himself, conversation with somebody else? I felt like it's kind of an internal conversation, just having a lot of different things going on in your head at one time. Uh, but I, Mac is very good at making tracks that can have, take on different meanings. Right, it's whatever, you, meanings, it's whatever yeah. you want it to mean, really. The, the beauty is in the ear of the beholder. I've said that a few different times. People always think I'm corny because... Playing on the beauty is in the eye of the beholder for music. It's beauty is in the ear of the beholder. Um, I fucked with it. And it's hitting that said, shit, I don't recognize these faces. Yeah, you know uh, from who you came with. Started in the basement. Made it way above the top. Now I'm in the spaceship. This shit is spacious. Spitting. And it's just showing, like, he's just talking about I came from the bottom and now I'm at the top. And it's just a different way of saying it because a lot of people don't say Fuck, he's obviously said, people say basement, but he said, now I'm at the spaceship. This is the spacious. That's good play on words. Uh, like, that shit was dope, man. This is actually a dope song. Like I said, it just wasn't one of my favorite songs. Um, but that transit. Yeah. Oh, I was about to transition. Okay, yeah, so that well. is, I think I fucked with this song. And I think, I think this song's about Ariana, before. honestly, pretty, pretty specifically. I think more than any other song in the album. Um, kind of reminiscing on some of the things that they were um, when they were together and he talks about how somebody holds him together when he needs it and whatnot. Uh, this is definitely an introspective song, though. Um, Man, I wonder what happened between them. I don't think... I don't think... It was, I just think he was already struggling with this stuff again. Depression, maybe some drugs. 
And I think she had wanted to kind of break up for a while, but was scared to do it. Well, because to, to of drugs? Something that oh, happened. shit. Yeah. yeah. And see, that's... Like, it. and she, she, would, she didn't want to, like, have him kill himself over yeah. her leaving. And... And that's not good. All right, and that's that, and that's, that's a, a un, that's that's an unfair position to put someone in. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely Ooh, a, that's un, nasty. definitely an unfair position to put someone in where they feel like they have to walk on eggshells or do a certain act a certain way or do whatever to keep you happy, keep you from hurting yourself or something or whatever. That's not a that's not fair. But yeah, man, like. It's crazy, man. He was he was spending some real shit on here for sure. And this was another one of those slow beats where, like, you could tell like they wanted to make sure what he was saying was the main focus. And like I said before, like almost like an instrument to the beat. And I do like the little like he got like a little melody, like constant little melody that's uh, playing. It's like do 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 do. Like it's not kind of remind me like computers type shit. Yeah. So that shit was dope. I, it. Gives it like a little vibeish to it, and then on the chorus, he just literally lets his voice flow, flow. Right, like an instrument. I said it's just like a another sound in there. Hey, you miss me? Tell me, come back home. Hey, yeah, really like to sleep alone. Hey, ain't that the truth? <laughs> Sometimes too long. Hey, I'm always taking too long. They spitting that shit, man. Like you could just tell, like he was really feeling this when he was rapping it. When the shit gets weird, we can switch up gears. I wanna see them lips kissing ear to ear. I wanna hear your song, hey. And it's just like, man, he just like, like I say, you can really tell he's feeling these bars. And like, you can tell, like, yeah, I feel like he's talking about Ariana. For sure. But I also feel like it could just be anyone. Yeah. Just I talking mean, but about I think like, he's just, probably specifically talking about her, though. I feel like it's just the timeline of this it's just, just, I feel like, yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point to make. Because, like, you might, he's just talking about the feel-good feeling, but the easiest time for him to recall is the most recent. So it's always easier to talk about the most recent like, like I said, I've been heartbroken multiple times, but the most, the easiest one to talk about is the one that you most most recently been through. So yeah, I could definitely see it's mostly about her type shit, but like also just in general about the feeling of uh like uh just being with somebody and being happy, reminiscent type shit of the good times. That's what's kind of like this beat kind of like. Just makes you Especially, like and right reminisce. Here, there's actually this musical outro that gets. See, this is one of the big points of the album that made me think like everything was all right because this ends up developing into this beautiful musical. Or maybe it's not this song. It might be. Either way, I mean, this is nice music right here. So yeah. Twisted. Um, but I thought it got bigger. But maybe I'm thinking of Jet Fuel or some shit. No, nah, I definitely fucked with this song, Jet Fuel. It just transitioned into. Jet Fuel's cool. It's got th- this one's definitely more somber to me like it's kind of like closest thing to like damn near it's one of the more banging songs like i think honestly like it's got a great beat and the, the hook is catchy um, hey, but the hook is metaphorical for uh like some beat. jet fuel is like he's talking about like alcohol and drugs though um never comes down until he runs out of jet fuel all right this fucking this shit reminds me of some other beat i can't think of it hey. if, if you guys can 
think of it. Tell, let me know what it reminds you of, cause there's some like song this reminds me of. There was water right there. And it's on the like tip of my tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. But then like, uh, but anyway, yeah, like this, I fucked with this song, like I fuck with this vibe. That like I said, I fuck with this beat. I just can't think of what it reminds me of. Right like, off the bat, he said, "Yeah, you used to want to be a superhero, flying around the cave catching bad guys. Now my head underwater, but I ain't in the shower and I ain't, ain't getting, getting baptized." baptized. So he's just laying my head underwater. That's a metaphor. And he's saying, I'm not getting baptized and I ain't in the shower. It's just saying like he feel like he drowning. Like this shit just too much, man. Like just life probably in general just feel like shit. I'm trying to get some air. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. And this is a good like singing little hook for him. I said, woke up this morning with a broad idea, smoke. Maybe I can exist forever right here. So I think that's saying when he gets high, he can exist forever right here, going into the hook, talking about, well, I'm going to be here for a while longer than I did expect right. to talk about being in the clouds and yeah, shit. This, so like, this hook is cold. Yeah. Like, this is one of his coldest hooks on this motherfucker. I'm going to be here for a while longer than I did expect to. I was out of town getting lost till I was rescued. Now I'm in the clouds coming down. I'm running out of jet fuel. Hey, never run out of jet fuel. Hey, hey, here for a while longer than I did expect to. Was out of town getting lost till I was rescued. Man, yeah, he about to start spitting on this next verse too. This one's more, I feel like more just a more of just like a spit than anything on the second verse. I'm even pulling out the driveway, ayy. Throwing up shots like I don't miss, ayy. Never put a limit on the high stakes, ayy. Like goldfish, ayy. You ain't trying to find a line in my face, ayy. I pick it up and let it go quick, ayy. Get get T O. Ayy. Ayy. Jumping out the womb wearing polo bars. Like, that's fucking spitting, bruh. Nigga said, jumped out the womb. Fucking wearing polo. I just fucking stuttered and shit. He had said, try to pull my card, tell him goldfish. You ain't gotta find a lie in my face. Ugh, like, oh, here it comes. Side, I'm pulling up in that new shit. You, you always whipping that dick ride. Hey, and your reason. I will oh, share my cutting. Hey, let's get clear. I'm here. Ooh. I don't care who got next. You don't bet. Hey. <gasps> You fucking spin on this song. I need to definitely go check this song out for sure. If you're not gonna check out any of the songs on the album, for sure, I'm telling you, check out this motherfucker. Cause he went in, and I remember when I heard this song. Wow, hey, this song cold. Like this is, like I felt these last three songs on this album, and this is one of them. He fucking went in on these, for sure. Especially the next song we get into. This song, fuck Oklahoma. The song 2009 is one of the most special songs he's made in his career. It's got that same, like, almost just super uh, melancholic vibe that, like, Remember had on that last album. But, like, it also has a little bit of poise and, like, determination to it. Um, Man. I don't know. This is a fucking good ass. Good good ass way to end the album. uh, Jeff, he, he ended up here, as the beat breaks down, he does some, like, Humming with auto tune or some shit uh, that I told Don reminds me of like some Kanye uh, when he's like humming on uh, Runaway, uh, that interlude on Runaway that sounds like a guitar where Kanye's humming like that's really damn near what Mac was on right here. I feel like like I feel like he's just in the studio just just feeling it and just whatever whatever he felt 
just came out. Man, this is a fucking good ass song. But like it transitions, I'll let that I don't even know if the humming will be able to be heard. I think we'll let it, we'll let it play a little we'll bit. We'll play a little bit. Cause this motherfucker cold. And shit, let us know if you like this format, man, or if you got any improvements to the format. We're gonna see how it sounds. We yeah, we're curious if we'll be able to hear it. Right. I think you'll be able to hear something. Probably will because your mic is kind of close to the speakers anyway. Yeah, and when I really want them to hear something, I've been turning soundproof. <laughs> so yeah, he 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 really was experimenting with something different there, but it had a great sound and uh, didn't sound. Yeah, it does. You're right. It does remind me of some uh, Kanye West. Yeah, like just because I've never really heard anybody else really do that humming. Just Travis a little bit, but Travis is over the top always. <laughs> Fuck Travis. Over Scott. the top. Sorry. Not that sorry. So then that went into the 2009 song. And this is definitely... This is my favorite song on the album. This is hands down my favorite song on the album. Um, and oh. it's it just like... The, this is the year before... 2009 was the year before he dropped Kids. Um, so it's just a reflective journey back to the time right before uh, Mac Miller was put on. Easy um, Mac with the cheesy raps. Who the fuck is Mac Miller? <laughs> <laughs> the name sounds like Yo No we not getting back Into that outro <laughs> Almost got me fired <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know Nothing about that <laughs> You can't Oh <laughs> uh, That shit funny to know yeah, this, is, this is great Music at the beginning It's got a full string section Right There's, there's a full strings Throughout this whole song uh, if you watch his NPR Tiny Desk concert, uh, the NPR Tiny Desk concert, he did this song as one of his three songs, and he actually had strings in there. I would hi- heavily advise watching. Uh, he does this is Small Worlds and What's the Use of it as well. <coughs> and this, I feel like, is one of those hopeful songs that you was talking about, too, mm-hmm. for sure, because it definitely got a hopeful type vibe to Take it, a like positive vibe. She don't cry no more. I get her high because an angel's supposed to fly I ain't asking why no more. Hey. If it did, it's mine. I don't stand inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah. That's behind that, though. Because he already made it. He popped. He knows what comes after 2009. And he said, just he just said, okay, you got to jump in the swim. Talking about the swimming. Water reference. Light is dim. And the light was dim in the life of sin. Every day I wake up and breathe. Sinise, he took a flight to see me. Send you back home with a light that's beaming. The whole team about to figure it out. We ice cold, that's what winner's about. Sometimes I wish I took a simpler route. Hey, that's bars. Demons, that's as big as my house. Have a ball with a dribble and bounce. Cause the party ain't over till they're kicking me out. It's spitting, man. And just this beat is just such like a... Almost makes me feel a little bit of like best day ever type vibes, honestly. Um, I, can, I can feel uh, that. Just like reminiscent yeah, yet positive. That's what I feel like this really is. Spitting, man. This fucking hook, this is one of his better hooks on this fucking uh, album for sure. Like, this is a memorable hook. This hook makes. It makes me feel things. <laughs> like this, right? This is a real ass hook. When I'm smiling, folks. Mm. Because I've never been this high before. Damn. Never felt alive before. 
I'd rather have peace of mind than war. Hey. See me and you, we ain't that different. I struck the fuck out and then I came back swinging. Hey. Time to finish, mind my business. Life ain't a life till you live it. Hey. Mm. Big enough to bury my soul. This is hard. Like, this stuff is fucking incredible. Right. This whole fucking song, like, just the whole vibe, man. Like, I could just keep saying that about yeah, songs. Yeah, he put a special... This, this is one of those the, the songs on here that I really just... When I listened to it the first time, I knew this song was special. Special, special. Like, he made a few... Uh, I think he made a few, at least a couple of the best songs he's made in his life on this album. Uh, most meaningful, I would say, to him and to his fans. Right. Um, just shit that's very relatable and... Crazy. Makes you... Makes you Makes you be introspective, just like he was being introspective when he's making it. Right. Um, which is the beauty of an artist who gives you these glim- these glimpses in their life and, and little gems out of it. Is it makes you look at things how you would have maybe handled it or how you've handled similar situations in your life and how to be better. Um, that's what an effective artist can really do. Right. That's why I like listening to music, man, by myself, man, just to give you time to just uh, think, man. And, uh, fuck. Was, I had a word on tip of my tongue, but like, just fucking gauge where you at and shit, man. Just listen to music, just feel things, man. Got to always experience all emotions, man. Can't just be happy all the time. Like, it, and that's crazy. That's what Max said on one of his most recent interviews. Got experience all emotions. He said he wouldn't just want to be happy all the time, but he just don't want to be sad all the time too. So, like I said, man, it's good to just sit down, man, and just gauge where you at. And like this type of music like this is smooth shit. It's a good type of music to sit there, think, reminisce, whatever. You need to, whatever you're going through type shit. It's fucking, this beat. I definitely fuck with this motherfucker. And then that goes into, fades into the very last song on this album. So it goes. Uh, which I think was a perfect outro track for this album. Like, it just, so it goes, so it goes. So, like, it just... It also, it made me think, made me think, everything is alright. I tell him, red light, stop it. Um, I fucked with this. Like I said, I fucked, definitely fucked the last three songs. This is the last song. So I definitely fucked with this motherfucker. And then I had that, um, excuse me, he had a vibe that reminded me of, uh, like, uh, Tribal, like spooky tribal, kind of like the like I know there's like congos or bongos, whatever the fuck that is. The percussion, percussion, I feel like I said percussion, but the percussion, <laughs> the percussion is dope. He was spitting, hold on, I just heard him. What did he just say? He said, hold on. Often with the bullshit, but baby, I've been through it enough for both of us. So come over later, and we won't let no one close to up. We could be posted up like that shit. That shit cold to me, like it was like a smooth line. <laughs> Nigga said, "I've been through the bullshit, baby, enough for both of us to so come through." Basically, like it's like that's hard, right? <laughs> that's like some slick shit. Almost I always fuck with the little slick shit. Mm, and the hook is nice. Sit down. And the way he's singing, it could remind me of like a Pharrell singing. Say, sit down. Like, that's the kind of way early Pharrell used to sing. He still kind of sing like that, but like on this early NERD shit. 
now he more really sinky scene, but that was like a I feel it. Remind me of Pharrell a little bit. He obsessed with the hooks like this. Yeah, he's obsessed with the hooks like that. He has some shit like that on uh watching movies with the sound off. Yeah, I got it right. Didn't say with the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> Fucking Serena Williams lost. That chick from Japan, she damn near black though. That chick ain't straight Japanese. I'm not going. Surprise. Nine lives never die. Fucking heaven. I'm still getting high. Never. Ooh, mine. Did I mention I'm in her pussy getting. Hey, <laughs> nigga spitting. Yeah, nigga said her pussy getting redder <laughs> when the weather dry. Clementine peeling off. He's fitting. And he said, now this was really bars. I remember when I listened to this, he said, uh, and everyone getting left behind. I'm only 5'7", except I'm feeling like I'm 7'5". Seven, seven, that was bars. Yeah. <laughs> that was bars. Man. This is a great song. I got song. quiet on this song. Sorry, I start towards the end of this this album. I, every time I start to get really introspective again, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm sitting over here just kind of taking the music in right now. All right, this is uh, fry, man. Uh, this is so. And because this one really starts to as it fades right. out, there's a crazy like the musical outro. We'll we'll definitely let play in the background as we finish right. our thoughts on this album because the the musical outro to this specific song was the one that really made me feel like. Everything was gonna be all right. Like right. truly, and truly, I feel like in Max's mind, like things were getting better. Like I think he was making steps, but unfortunately, like we said earlier, you, when you fucking with those real drugs, like right. you just never know what else is in there. Yeah, you don't know right. how much fentanyl they cut this shit with, or if it's even fentanyl, uh, and anything can happen. Um, and like Jay Cole said on his one song, "Friends," um, depression and drug addiction don't blend. I've seen that combo take mm, off the deep end. That's real. Um, if you, you know, he had to plug in the coal. Yeah, I do. I always do when he's dropping <laughs> gems. Like if you feel like, I don't want to get preachy, but like, I can't say it enough because I just lost somebody who was important to me over this stupid shit. Not stupid. I don't want to say that, but like, if you hurting, like, go talk to somebody. Like, find somebody who you can talk to or. Don't don't turn to things to just completely numb you. Like, I'm not gonna say I don't smoke weed when I get extra stressed out, but that's different <gasps> than shooting up some fucking heroin. How dare you? Um, we just we gotta We're be smarter. To like whether like I don't even fuck with X, but we lost Tentacion, who is a fucking kid. We've lost Mac Miller. We lost Lil Peep, who I didn't even know, but he was a kid. We lost him yeah, to he the got drugs. Some songs. Like we we just can't be losing people. Who have so much potential because like X or not, he had potential. Like Mac or not, the t- the potential for Mac was literally the the sky. The sky was actually the limit for him. He had incredible amounts left to do. Um so just get help. Don't don't hide behind those drugs. Just don't like if it's not weed, really don't fuck with it. Like <laughs> like that's literally what I'm on. Um and I, I hate to get preachy and whatnot, but Fucking preach to the people. Yeah, I truly, I truly lost somebody who was important to me over fucking with some stupid shit that they should, that he shouldn't have been doing. Um, but don't get it twisted. I got so much respect for Mac Miller and will do nothing but continue to remember him in a positive way. Right, we getting, positive. we getting tatted in memory, my nigga. 
the 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 the, the music, the the funny Star moments, Wars the interviews, the the meeting him, the seeing his shows, you, you just you, you you feel connected, and I've, I like I've said many times, I I feel extremely blessed to watch him come up, and I, uh, only have thoughts for his family and really close friends, the ones who are really there with him all the time. Um, yeah. That shit's got to be extremely hard, and uh, this shit affected me for real, and uh. Shout out to Mac Miller, man. Rest, rest in peace. Uh, you were a real fucking legend to me. All right, man. Rest easy, young Mac. Young Easy Mac with the, with the cheesy, cheesy raps. Rest in peace, man. You will be missed. But never forgotten, ever. Man. Live on through this music forever. For real. So, uh, so what I guess this, so this wraps up episode eight, man. We're going to come back, like I said, Fucking next week I'm gonna have a fucking unpopular black thought. We're gonna come through a little more topics. Should our episodes is getting longer and longer, but fuck it. You don't wanna listen to it, don't listen to it. Fuck you. Somebody'll listen to it. We still getting a couple plays. <laughs> so that's all that matters. Bad. We doing bastard next week. Right. Oh shit, I don't know. I might switch it up. Okay, her. I can already tell you my pick, but I'm not going to. I kinda gave it away earlier if you were paying attention, but I already know, I know it's it locked is. in now. So fuck it, I know what it is. So yeah, man, this is fucking episode eight. Of Donnie Ray's no fucking feet. Fuck, no know. fucking features. I'm right here, I mean, bro. That's what, that's what I was already thinking. What I was gonna say, man. Fuck. See, no filter, man. We don't fucking edit this shit. Fuck. We don't edit this shit. <laughs> Low key, we edited it twice this time, but yo, we're gonna just ignore one of them for sure. <laughs> but yeah, man. So <laughs> so man, this is fucking Donnie Ray's no fucking filter episode eight featuring my nigga. Chris, you know what I'm saying? And fucking come back. Up, right. Hit us up on fucking Twitter, man. I almost forgot. Talk to us about Mac Miller. What's your favorite memories? Songs? Right. At Black on Black. At Topher Stetzel. I fucking Oof. always put the fucking... I fucking Topher. Fucking... Uh, I always put the fucking links in there, man. Follow us, man. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we can do better. Let us know. And so that's it, man. It's Be fuck- safe. Don't do drugs. Right. <laughs> he said, don't do drugs. Be safe, everybody. Episode 8, we out this bitch.